Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Good stats. This week in league, Ben Cray turns down a final appearance for the Dragons, saying his knees are so bad he can no longer run away. In light of Robbie Farrah's new litigious personality, this podcast would like to congratulate him on his fine dummy half-plate during State of Origin and delicious schnitzels. We pay our respects to the 110-year-old who's done more for Aussie battlers than Centrelink. Happy birthday, Rugby League. And we preview all the action for the final round of the 2016 NRL season. All that and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 237 of This Week in League. I'm mate. And I'm Jay. How's it going, man? Good, buddy. Wife back. Wife's back. Back on her feet? No. <laughs> Which is sort of worse. So, you, so, you, so you're, still in, you're still in the position where you can be fucking, you know, like, exploding microwave ovens and... Yeah, except now if I yell and scream and throw things at the kids when they misbehave... She's actually get, there like, to... I get dirty looks and... <laughs> Threats of divorce. Yeah, so. okay. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Get up. <laughs> no steps. Yes. No, Step but... Um, mate, excited about the finals? It's, uh, it's a good time in rugby league. This is what I call the Christmas in World War One period <laughs> of the rugby league season. <laughs> when, uh, you know, as as you, you've probably heard... You still the, have hope, the, but yet... Well, no, the... <laughs> you know, Christmas Day. The, yeah, yeah. The British the cease, and, yeah, the, 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 and the, the Fritzes got yeah. out of the trenches and had a hobby together yeah. of soccer and yep. shared tins of <laughs> shit. Yep. And it's because it's, it's this time of year on Twitter that people start, like, for some unknown reason, I don't think they know they're doing it, supporting other people's teams or well, supporting yeah, well, other fans. Well, that's because, half, that's because half the people they need... You know, some people need the... They need a horse in the race to to watch the race. Oh, they don't need a horse in the race, but it's just this, you know, you know, fuck if we don't, you know, one tweet, fuck if we don't play better than that, we're not going to make it past week one. Yeah. And then all these people that normally just would have jumped on that are in. Oh no, you did okay. Don't forget, you were this. This is like, it's like this weird, yeah, peaceful. It's like the opposite of state of origin time, <laughs> where it's just basically, I'll fucking kill you guys. <laughs> So, yeah, no, great time here. Uh, shout out to Josh Clark eighty five on uh, Twitter. Hey boys, been listening since the Fitbit Milf episode. Love the work. Hopeful, hopeful for one more win for the Knights. Ash can only hope. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest with you though. You, you're not playing. You're not playing like the Sharks or fucking or the Storm. So that's it. You're not playing a team that's got anything to play for. 
So, really, you know, you're playing one of the teams that would give you, if if any chance, you know, a better chance. In in lieu of a spooner palooza, this is the next best thing. In lieu of being awarded a bye (laughs) for the last round, where you go, I mean, this is probably your next best chance of getting two points out of the out of the weekend. Yep. So yeah, you never know. Um, well, well done for sticking around after your first episode. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is it is a rite of passage. It's a, it's a, it's an initial test. <laughs> get past one, you're right. And now you're on Twitter. Um, make sure you interact with the rest of the Tool Nation. Get on there. Give them plenty of shit around their games as well. Yep. Or support them. Yep. At Brett Slater. Uh, so that's S-L-A-D-E-R. Shout out to my old man Ian Slater, who started listening from episode 234. Thinks your post-game analysis and previews are on point. Well, Ian, if you're listening still, you know, three episodes later, four episodes later, uh, you're obviously a man of, you know, taste and distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, raise the fine sun in Brett. Um, <laughs> hey, what team do they don't really know a lot about rugby league. We, yeah. What what team do they support? Uh, no, no word on. No Hit us word up on, on your team, boys. Hit us up and let us know. And uh, <laughs> because, but, you know, maybe we have, you know, somehow lucked upon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who it can't be. Maybe the Titans, like, you know, they start off with... That's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they compete for... <laughs> this analysis is a perfect representation of that game. Yeah, it's not even... You can't even tell it's a template. Uh, so, yeah, and if, if, you, if you're new listener, uh, give us a shout because there's been a lot lately. So, you know, we're keen to get around you guys and, uh, yeah, see what you're all about and uh, also get you some ready-made... Uh, followers to talk rugby league with on uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, to the mailbag, Wally Frogmore. So, did I read the Bronx are doing the para style clap for CP13 in the last game? At least the right Corey will get the right clap. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, I didn't know that. I did I did see the the advertising though saying that they're doing the you know you'd go down the field afterwards and and the, the, that chick from Eurovision singing that one song probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's and admittedly, if it wasn't if it wasn't in in aid of Corey Parker, I'd almost be tempted to go <laughs> because like he loves he loves getting on the grass. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the game, he always asks me like, he, I told him looks not a, it's not an everyday thing. Like it doesn't happen every game. Like it's very fucking rare actually. <laughs> Usually, some kind has to retire like Darren Lockyer or something to yeah. get down there. But um, yeah, so. it 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 was bad. Deck um, unfortunately, his his footy coach a couple of years back. Um, was good mates with Andrew G. Yep. Before he mysteriously disappeared to Mallorca, yep. <laughs> wherever he is now. Um, and so the only times Deck was at a... He's, he's been a one Penrith game with me yep. there. But all the other times, they went, they saw the footy, they went into the dressing rooms yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. They were walking on the field. He just thinks that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, the, so. the deluxe experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiled. Seeing or seeing you know, the Broncos players with their yam bags out. <laughs> uh, Corey not getting, getting way too close to Corey Oates. <laughs> getting inside the exclusion zone. <laughs> At, uh, Hammers, H4MMERZ. All this talk about Goatsy and Lemon Party, but no mention for the Space Dock Fondue Party. Look, it's not part of the Holy Trinity. I mean, it's there. Google it. Yeah. But I don't find it, it's not it's it's not part of the accepted Holy Trinity. Though. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, it's not not discrediting it. People can Google that till their fucking eyes fall out. Yeah. It's fine. Ah, uh, Benso, 
Takarangi is a bit rocks and diamonds. Has his name come up in that conversation at all? No, it hasn't. But there's a lot of there's a lot of them. Yeah, you know, he did, and and like and then you, for you to say it this week when he, he when he ripped out some amazing <laughs> shit in the game, like, yeah, it's the wrong week to bring it up. I think um, my second eighty five. I had to bring attention to this tweet. I'm not going to worry about the whole thread that followed it, but honestly, this this first tweet though baffled me <laughs> in its intent and uh, and meaning. Saguna, my Saguna 85. Yeah, a lot of you guys have met Saguna. Yeah, attention, all Cowboys fans. I will splurge sources into your three three mouth emojis back to back, like yeah. one, two, three mouths. If you beat the Titans, come Saturday night. Hashtag doing it like Gaznia. So background to that is Saguna's a Tigers fan. He needs the Titans to lose to give the to make it a live game for the Tigers. He will splurge source. So he if if you are a fan of the Cowboys. And and your team, the Cowboys, defeats the Titans. Do something that he wants to happen. Yeah, he is going to. I, I put delicately. He's going to. He's going to jizz in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that, that tweet was followed by both Perm and myself trying to explain to him that's Do not, it like, what, not that's, how it works. Uh, it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you could say you could say, look, you know, like all, you know. All holes are open to Cowboys fans, or something, you know? <laughs> but even that, even that's not terribly enticing because it's Saguna. But <laughs> there are some pretty remote Cowboys fans. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And he and he could squeal like a pig, or he'd at least throw up the pig emoji. <laughs> Mate, if you're gonna if you're gonna throw out an offer, make it make it something make make it something you know uh, desirable. Yeah. I guess you know because now these guys they're putting fucking. <laughs> They're putting syphilis into the Cowboys' water bowls and shit, like trying to tank this game any way they can, um, which is you know counter to what you, what your goals are. Uh, Mesut underscore Ossil, A U S I L, a manly's twenty player just got sent to the bin for screaming. That was forward, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> In fairness, it was forward. <laughs> that's that's the best thing about the lower grades. Yeah. <laughs> um. Special K online. <laughs> he tweeted us uh, clearly what was a screenshot from um, Urban Dictionary <laughs> back to last week when we were talking about Spoogle <laughs> and wondering what the meaning, what exactly that was all about. <laughs> Verb to come ejaculate <laughs> maliciously into one's eye. <laughs> with the example being, so I found out my girlfriend cheated on me with that punk ass nerd last weekend. So when she was sucking me off today, I thought I'd stop right before I came and finished off myself, aimed directly at her eye and Spoogled her sorry ass. That shit burns. So there yeah. you go. It does, does not surprise me at all. Yeah, well, I'm not happy with that. It doesn't not, have... Like, the word doesn't have any relevance to what it does. It's... I've, yeah, and, and I've, nev- I've never heard that, you know, term and, for that. Yeah, and something with, with the suffix oogle normally yeah. has something to do with Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if you say, I'm going for a quick poogle, and you're just going to take your phone and search stuff while you're on the toilet... Yeah. yeah, you use that in conversation, have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're better than that. You remember Sam used to tweet all the time about twooping? <laughs> <laughs> Sam tweets a lot of things. <laughs> Just because Sam doesn't, doesn't mean you necessarily have to do it all right. Um, Giannis underscore Mateus. No wonder listening stats are on the up. Quality at boys. Uh, Banner from Tool Nation was the, of the highest cunty gronky standard. Was a good one last week. Mm. Slippy underscore eel. He said, I'm in Mykonos, in the Greek islands, getting over Parramatta. Shout out for keeping me updated and entertained. 
And uh, he threw Sportsmate in that one as well, so good lad. Nice work. Highway underscore. Does Jay realise that the only way Cleary can fulfil his potential is to join the Roosters, like all Penrith greats of the past? He's talking about Freddie. Well, yeah. That's not all. Mick Jennings, I guess. He wasn't a Penrith great. Yeah, I don't know. He scored some tries. Luke Lewis is going to, you know... Go to the Roosters, is he? <laughs> he's going to go to the Roosters after he finishes a pre- gets, a, gets a premiership here. Jacks his fucking asking price up even more. Like you're getting you're getting Michael Gordon, so in a roundabout way. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Look, I you know, um, it's a circle of life, man. You can't cage can't cage a Cleary. <laughs> can't keep that shit locked down. Like showing shit, we even we, you know even even his old man like we couldn't keep his ass locked down. Yeah, either. you know you. He'll bring you premiership, but like anything you love, you got to set that free. <laughs> He's got to bring you premiership first, though, doesn't he? And then he'll come back to you like us. <laughs> and just start firing cunts randomly. Hey, <laughs> 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 like, coach. Um, no, but seriously, the Roosters are fucked, so it'll be a lot longer before they win a premiership again. <sighs> you, you, I could, I can never say that with confidence because A, the Roosters have deep pockets, and B... Of all the side, like of all sides in the competition, yeah, you get like your Parramatta's that are just relentlessly shit for a fucking decade, mm-hmm. and like Souths, you know, relentlessly shit for a long, long time. Newcastle seem to be of, of a similar sort of thing at the minute. Yep. Cronulla were for years. Roosters though, they'll fucking win. They'll, they'll get a grand final. Spoon, go back to grand yeah, final. Spoon. <laughs> That's true. They just swing the needle back and forth. Like they, there's none of this like sustained periods of shit. They're like an ADD kid. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, so look, there's, I mean, the, yeah. you know, there's, it's, it's extremely possible that they're up there again next oh. year. You just never know. Blue underscore Beaver. Hearing Jay's blasphemy about Killer again, I think Nate should mute his mic permanent. You can't troll a goat. Okay. So, just saying. I mean, need to get a new, a new segment actually, and just do uh, like this week in, uh, in, in, in kicking stepdad shit in. Because, because you do it, you do say some stuff that gets them rolled up, which is great. Mad Dog underscore No Space. I would rather stick a stiletto up my Jap's eye and spurt strawberry milkshake out of my penis and support the Titans. Okay. And there was a lot of people that, that were, were upset by your assertion yeah. Queenslanders are bandwagoners and prepared to okay. slip and slide around the, the other Queensland sides. I, I I don't debate that between the mid thirties and the early forties, there were some people in Germany who weren't 100% happy with the internal policies of the government at the time. But that doesn't stop you from saying, Germany in that time period was a Nazi country. (laughs) So I say it to you again, Queensland sports fans are fucking bandwagoners. And on that that note, it's Mutsy said, uh, you can take your bandwagon and shove it up your ass, Broncos for life except no substitutes. Alex yep. underscore Day, <laughs> Dayman, how dare you can't suggest all Queenslanders are hedges. Cows, cows playing can fucking crash even if they're the only team, Queensland team left. Ash never forget. <laughs> He's gone on again to say, I'd rather wear a Hessian sack with shit smeared on it than Cowboys attire. <laughs> Ash, avant-garde. Ash derelict my own balls. <laughs> um, <sighs> Occupy Duckburg, aka Muff. Jay can fuck off with his hedging Queensland <laughs> shit. Case in point, he's a Bronies fan that hedges with the Dogs or Panthers or something. Yeah, that's sad. But, yeah. um, you know, look, mark my words. And this is what I'm saying, that whole weird, strange peace thing. This is yeah. when everyone just starts opening up. 
<laughs> to other people's teams. Yeah, yeah. And it's when they're at their most vulnerable. Okay. Todd OTV says, spread the word. We'll rise and applaud in the 70th minute for the great man Maranta's 70 perfect games. <laughs> Ash, miss you. <laughs> and that, of course, refers to uh, Lachlan Maranta signing with uh, the Queensland Reds, I believe. Yeah. yeah. He's probably straight into a Wallabies jersey. I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> That's usually how it works, isn't it? Uh, highway again. The dead silence while Jay searches his mate's handle is why you guys are number one. <laughs> Podcasting <laughs> Yeah, that was. I, I just few, didn't want to get few that wrong. get away with that. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get that wrong and have some poor random cunt on Twitter all of a sudden. <laughs> you need to put. You need. You need to put like six years in before you can do that shit and get away with it. <laughs> At uh, Benso, uh, alternate title this week in listening to Jay silently scroll using smartphone. <laughs> I didn't think it was that long or that silent. <laughs> I should have hummed, like, Girl from Ipanema or yeah, something. Like <laughs> next time, hey, we know for next time. you got to live and learn. Um, and uh, I've been so again. Looking forward to hearing more about the greatest rugby league redemption story of all time. Pol Pot's a prop. Hash execute factor. Uh, Mark Hill. Of course, Mark from uh, Super League Pod. Didn't real dad think the likes of Miller, Brooks, and Moses were the second coming? New dad might see that as a warning over Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a cautionary tale. I mean, and also, I'd like, Mark, I'd like to add that I, I'm pretty sure that Blake Lazarus was quite, quite <laughs> fucking highly touted at one stage by one, one G Blakely. Oh. Basically, anyone who was coming into like a six or a seven for the Tigers <laughs> over the period of this show, pretty much second coming. Um, and how many of them turned out to be? None yet. Although there is, you know, there's, I, I could see that there is, some, you know, some promise on the horizon. Is there something in the fact that the one that's showing the most promise is named Moses? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, a, it's like a, he's the chosen one, is he? Um, kick it to Hunt raised a very valid point. So whatever happened with Jay buying his Gold Coast Titans membership? Hayne did win that game single-handedly, that being the game that he won with the field goal. Mm-hmm. Well, Tell the story. As, uh, yeah, I want to d- d- give the floor to you. What happened after that tweet? So, as a man uh, of my word, never to watch on a bet, yep. I have gone and tried to buy yep. a Gold Coast membership. And the Gold Coast have got Jared Haney. They'd be, you know, a lot going on at the moment. You yep. think that they'd be delighted in these new new potential members and you know, prospects coming to them based on that. Exactly. And uh, they'd be well equipped to deal with they, that influx. They, they would have had their staff on hand, extra staff manning the phones. So, I have tweeted the club. Yep. Nothing. I have emailed the club. Twice. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I have rung the club and left a message for somebody to call me back around a membership. I have gone to their webpage and clicked on the contact us section... <laughs> Which takes you straight to Telstra.com. Yeah, and that actually, and that that's not the Titans' fault. That's that's because the, the NRL digital is, you know, it's, it's like fucked. run by Telstra. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, um, and all those sites are built by Telstra. I have everything short of driving down to Titans HQ and asking for a membership at the front door. Yep. And I cannot buy a membership from that fucking joke of a club. So you you would have been down there on the weekend uh, for the game. Yeah, uh, my young fellow was there. Okay, I had uh, two year olds, so okay. my sister and brother in law took him along. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because you can you front up to like their merchandise store or whatever that outlet is there and, and hit them up. 
So it's like it's like what you're saying is it's like they don't want your business. They it is want, like they don't want my business. They don't want they don't want your love. And as a prospective member, I'm fucking is disgusted it, at how they run their club. Is this why? Is this why that there's so many yeah, you know, there's well, so few people here because it, they don't sign any of them up? It begs the question. I would say on the Gold Coast that there are twenty thousand people every single week dying to go to Titans games. But they can't. Yeah. There's no physical way for them to get tickets, memberships, or anything to do with that club. Sounds like a conspiracy. Mm. Maybe to you know, move them to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what are we going to do here? So what's it's just we, we we're giving it up, or are you just going to grab no, one next no, year, no, no, or no, you know, what are we going to no, do? No, no, we'll not give up. Everyone, anyone that knows anything about the Titans, yep, tweet them and find out why they will not sell me a membership. Yeah, and yeah, I think everybody who listens should get on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, and if you're on Twitter especially, uh, make sure you, you tag us and uh, and Jane as well, like at at Jar TV, J A R T V on Twitter, and say you know GC Titans is their Twitter account, so it's like yeah, hey GC Titans, why the fuck won't you know don't why don't you want to sell you know Jar TV a, 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 a membership? A membership? You know. Are you too good for your home? Like you have. <laughs> <laughs> If they need me to dabble in meth, I'll dabble in meth. Yeah. If you need, if you, yeah, maybe that maybe it comes with like you know, you when you, you you join like some patched fucking like you know common cheros or something. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. So, do I need a Southern Cross tattoo? May, it may it may help. It probably help. Yeah. Okay. So, well, there you go. There you go. Get on it, guys. I'm smash the shit out because you know they've. Yeah, on the on the verge of a, 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 an historic finals appearance, uh, you know they've got nothing. Their digi's got nothing better to do than field your questions about why they exactly. won't sell Jay a membership. Yeah, so get on it. Um, Wally Frogmore, that, the Rorters into wine is opening line is all time. <laughs> so do you have to push that one through? Uh, Alex underscore day again. Uh, the softer rod gag laugh so hard. Fucking fuego lads. <laughs> Arpops, big lols first up this morning with the microwave story, Jay. <laughs> Love the the missus just thinks I clean the microwave wine gold. <laughs> it's not a line, mate. It's, 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 <laughs> it's just, this is some real life shit. Arpops <laughs> uh, again and on the hedging. He's I'm not disputing the fact people hedge teams. I was responding to stepdad saying I personally like the Broncos as my second team. Go stickers, so go stickers to letter. You know where, Jay. Love from Josh Hannay's cunt cousin. Uh, I've never been so offended from the show. Even times when you're actually trying to offend me. <laughs> uh, at, yeah, but nah. At uh, one hour, one minute, 52 seconds, I heard a nose whistle. His real dad back. <laughs> uh, at, uh, Nathan to HXC. Listening to your podcast and learning what my dad was like after he used to put me in bed. <laughs> and anyway, we'll talk about stilettos and that stiletto thing really struck a chord. We should probably be nervous. <laughs> Definitely struck a nerve. I mean, because if, if this guy's like you know at least at least eighteen, yeah. which we hope he is. Yeah. Otherwise, what the fuck is your dad doing letting you listen to this show? Um, that was well before the age of podcasting. Yeah. So his dad was just sitting in a room talking to himself. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny we talk about people like you know the the age, the age of listeners. I remember we do like uh, ask some, ask some questions at the end of the Twillies thing, and like you know we're just general demographic stuff, just out of interest to see where people fell. And got way too many responses in like the thirteen to seventeen. Oh no! Way more than com- than comfortable with. Like, yeah, look, I mean, every, I guess I guess every every era of kids has that thing. I mean, I'm sure they were, you know, they were kids listening to Richard Pryor and stuff, you know, on the down low. Are we and the then, Rodney Root of this generation? Well, I mean, the thing the 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 thing that I remember the, the 
me and my brother one headphone can each listen, <laughs> listen to the Kevin Bloody Wilson oh, like wow. the, the Santa Claus you can't hear like yeah yep. plugged into the yep, stereo yep. just like yeah just like yeah <laughs> having a download like one, one headphone each just trying try not to laugh too hard when you get busted listening to it but yeah nice. uh, this week in X Factors this is, the, this is probably the greatest fucking one ever at Trent Slats oh, yeah. Slats who is a journalist <laughs> does the Cowboys beat for the Townsville Bulletin <laughs> Back page of the board. <laughs> <laughs> Massive photograph of one Cohen Hess. What is that like? Who, a- who does have the? Who does? So someone I can't remember who tweeted, but he does have that. He does have the jaw. We talking about the jawline. I mean that motherfucker. That's that's that. He's going into set. Look, I don't. I don't want to cast aspersions, but I'd say his dad shared a, or granddad shared a name with a reindeer. And big, massive letters X Factor, and it goes on to you know, do a little bit of a blurb about about Cohen Hess and how he's you know, staked his claim for a place in the in the Cowboys lineup coming through the finals and stuff. So look, he said, uh, uh, and Trent said, I, I can't confirm or deny if this was done to troll Jay. So if if in fact the great man has 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 dedicated the back page of the Townsville Bulletin to trolling you, that is the all time greatest that, that wins. That takes the fucking X Factor prize of cuntiness yep just brilliant <laughs> as an aside that's yeah. not the first time that somebody named Hess claiming something's ended badly <laughs> <laughs> oh this is definitely this week in Nazis isn't it I was going to say that's, that's like the third Nazi crack of this year <laughs> this year in Reichs <laughs> uh, Ben R47 he made a new account and just look at our mentions and see what he said it was because I forgot what it was off the top of my head. It's called Ben R forty seven new account. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's his that's his name, that's his display name. I can't remember what the handle is, but it's, it's it ends in R forty seven. I'm pretty sure, like, it's like Ben R forty seven. You know, Joey Jojo show. <laughs> he, uh, he said I made DCE on uh, WWE two K sixteen and I made his commentary nickname X Factor. Oh wow! You got too much time in your head, sir. That's you, true. Uh, you live in Atlanta. Falcons football's gearing up for another dis- year of crushing disappointment. So, you know, you should be, <laughs> should be starting to segue into that. Um, and he also said uh, Lockyer just said X Factor, and, uh, and Jay must have preferred the stiletto video overhearing that. Yep. And I, I dare say that you, you've come to the desensitized point. I, I think you desensitized <laughs> X Factor now because you would have heard it X amount. Let's say for argument's sake, just to, just to put a figure on it, you may have heard it three times per round of football yep. media leading up to it in-game commentary post-game analysis it- because of this show <laughs> now you're alerted to every single <laughs> fucking incidence of X Factor in print in television in radio for rugby league plus yeah. any other sport in the world that may have someone <laughs> using the term X Factor plus any other medium <laughs> that may use X Factor that's it, not sport it was like when you were younger and you'd pick up a girl on a weekend and then someone would say, well, I saw you with such and such. And you should see your boyfriend. He's six foot, he's blonde and he's going to fucking kill you. <laughs> the next two weeks, you'd look, you'd see a thousand blondes everywhere you went coming at you. <laughs> fucking X Factor. I'll wake yeah. up in cold X Factor sweats. <laughs> uh, this week in Luke Dawn, at Alan Paul Walker, our, uh, our friend over there in Ibiza, <laughs> Spain, 
Um, he's actually, I think he's in Barcelona from, <laughs> or somewhere. Uh, yeah, great at, but hey guys, lay off the fat touchy. I ain't his biggest fan, but he played crap with a broken rib. It doesn't excuse this time. Yeah, I don't think broken rib was, he was like giving cuts eye gouges and all that shit we were <laughs> yeah, talking about. No, so, no. yeah, no. <laughs> so, you, you, you bang, out of, bang out of order, sir. Um, at Voodoo Rock, if this week in Luke Dawn doesn't morph to this week in Ryan Morgan next season, something is seriously wrong. To which other people had many suggestions. Uh, Shoddy and Mungo said, uh, "How about this week in Jacob Miller?" And that mm. that is that is a good. That's the kind of level we're talking about. Mm. Uh, Paul Mac underscore seventy eight said, "Come on, gents, we know who the real Super League god is. Ben Roberts, another good sele- good selection. But I think Ben Roberts is almost too good, though. Yeah, he's almost too godly. Don't let his last season with Melbourne. For yeah. you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Shutter eighty six comes with the goods. I was thinking this week in Fatuli Talanoa. If you want, if you want, if you want, if you want these guys that were diabolical here, earning a keep there. And the, the boys from Super League pod jumped in and said, earning a keep, that undersells it. A cup winner's medal on Saturday, and he walks out of Luke Dawn's shadow into glory. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, because my initial thought was Dave Taylor, and, and they said, I, I don't think Taylor's enough of a legend over here to be the focal point next year. Maybe Justin Carney is a front runner. Instead of looking mm. at Dawn like heroic performances, we can focus on Carney like grubby villainy next year. What did Carney do? I remember he fucked his teammates wife yeah. and then that that led for his breakup from whatever team he was playing for originally mm. what else has he done I, I, I forget I know there's something I know there's something else I just can't place it really but he Wayne carried his yeah, teammate at the last place it wasn't that no that was Tim Smith that was pissed in that car and crashed the yeah crash. he got out and was yeah yeah Fuck, isn't... Fuck this shenanigans over there, He's another one. Greatest thing that never was. Tim Smith. Yeah, there were times when he sort of started to emerge and, yeah, he just couldn't get out of his own way. Much mm. like Todd Carney, except like a lesser talented version. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but time for this week in, uh, in Luke Dawn, while it still lasts for the the rundown to the end of the season and uh, it was a Challenge Cup final uh, over, uh, last week for the boys in ESL. So uh, let's hear from them. Obliged, gents. Uh, there's only one game to talk about this week in Luke Dawn as Warrington and Hullacy faced off at London's Wembley Stadium in our Challenge Cup final. Yeah, and many of you down under will have rolled home late after a few Forex or VBs to see this one as it ended Hull FC 12, Warrington 10. Warrington half and future immortal asterisk Kurt Gidley wilted under the pressure, missing vital kicks at goal before a mistimed but ultimately effective tackle saw his game ended as his face was rearranged. Step-up Victorian Rugby League poster boy Mahe Fanua for Hull FC with a try and a vital take to set up a black and white second score. The Wembley hoodoo is over and everyone in Hull is growing a rat tail to celebrate the Islanders bringing the cup home. Okay, so the Super 8s return to the Rugby League world this week and Wigan will be taking on Widnes. St Helens face cup winners Hull FC. The Catalan Dragons host defeated finalists the Warrington Wolves. And finally Castleford Tigers take on the Wakefield Trinity Wildcats. Facebook, Aaron Maher sent us a message that, uh, hey mate, has uh, Jay noticed Penrith's latest injury? Anybody not running around for Penrith? I've heard that Ronnie Palmer is hobbling around in a moon boot. The head biscuit has been biscuited. <laughs> I had not heard that, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we've got an email and we may have solved the mystery of the of the listeners. Um, AJ Maggot on Twitter, we may have 
recall we mentioned him a couple of weeks ago. Game of shout out as like a new listener. Yep. He's uh, it's, yep. it's a bit of a long email. But he said, look, I hope you have time to read this. It takes a bit to explain. I used to do a podcast called The Bloke Show, but had to give it up after my wife had a pretty serious stroke late last year. I averaged around three and a half thousand downloads per episode. Reason I tell you is I made a few decent mates in the podcast world. One being the founder of the Wrestling Soup Podcast, and they averaged around two hundred fifty thousand per episode. They're from the states. The other is Shoot the Defense Soccer Podcast, averaging around sixty thousand per episode out of England. I used to appear on both of these podcasts a couple of times a year and, and they on mine. Since I had to give up podcasting, anytime I want something plugged, they'll both do the honours and give shout-outs on my behalf. I'm thinking at least half of the new downloads could be because they both mentioned this week in Lee either two or three weeks ago. They are advertised as being hosted by two AJ Maggot-type blokes. They use the word cunt as nothing special. Cunt being a very Aussie word, word that the world loves. I don't really love a mention of this on your podcast. I only get behind shit I dig and do it for cunts I believe deserve it. I love the fuck out of your Lee podcast. I do listen to the MMA, MMA one, but the footy pod is sweet as fuck. So, um... Just say, uh, I, I mean, he didn't, he didn't want the, he didn't want credit for it or anything, but I just thought, fucking, well done, mate. Um, yeah, on Twitter, Jack Jack me off. That's right. His Twitter handle was Jack me off, and uh, that's uh, Jack M W E Y O F F. And uh, yeah, and I remember he says he, if you look what you mentioned, you see I showed up the week before the download spot, and um, yeah, and I remember that when we gave him the shout out for being a new listener. So that could be the solution. Uh, to the mystery, mystery solved. So if you came from if you came from the wrestling soup or or shoot the defence, then fucking let us know because uh, yeah, and welcome as well. And if you came from shoot the defence, I mean you have to, you're listening to a soccer podcast, and like much much respect. Moving up in the world, gotta say, sensational. <laughs> Those guys probably didn't stick around. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we shit on that kind of a sport on the regular. <laughs> you're not a fan of wrestling either. Um, you gave me a very good explanation of it tonight. Yes. Um, I get it. I haven't, I, it was never a thing for me when I was a kid, so I don't get that nostalgic aspect to it. Yep. Like, I knew who Hulk Hogan was. Yep. Um, but it, it was never a big thing, uh, around where where I was from, which is odd. I grew up in Campbelltown, but. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, no, because I don't get the the nostalgic aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a big thing now. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, and the way, and the reason why it came up with before we were recording tonight is because I was, I was forcing him to watch at least the highlights of the final deletion, so he understood what <laughs> he understood what half the tweets we get, you know, talking about deleting stuff, and people's names being like broken something or other, you know, they they had their, or brother something or other, so I had to he had to understand what the in joke was, so so I showed him final deletion and uh, and yeah. Now I just want to go and play with some fireworks. Now he understands. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you know, play with a dilapidated, a dilapidated <laughs> boat. <laughs> Assemble your own fleet, fleet of drones. <laughs> uh, just general stuff. Um, memberships. We, we, we're chipping away. A couple of those are going out every week, so we're coming down to the end now. So if you were thinking of getting one, uh, make your move quickly because yeah, they're going to be gone ski probably by the end of the season. With any luck. Once again, we get into the finals. There's a lot of dreams and, and puff pieces. Not a lot of solid news. Uh, just thought we'd, do, as we mentioned at the top of the show, the you know, happy Rugby League Day back it was on the on the 29th, mm-hmm. and uh, that the uh, back in uh, August 29 in 1895 that 20 clubs voted to split from union and form the competition, and. Uh, 
it's an anniversary that I wasn't. If it hadn't have like jumped in in my face, I would it would have passed me by for sure. Yep. And so, if anyone else was like that, I just thought I'd bring it up. So it was the anniversary I, of the vote to establish, not the anniversary of the game. Correct. Correct. Gotcha. It's, a, it's the. It was on this day, on not this day, on the 29th, which is uh, a couple of days ago, that the the clubs voted to split from rugby union and form their own competition. So. Um, yep. I think it's worth it's worth noting. It's worth it's worth marking, mm-hmm. and um, it's unfortunate they didn't have cameras and smartphones and everything there. For what reason? Well, you would have seen that as each club official came in and ticked yes on the ballot paper. Yep. Actually, grew three inches in their pants <laughs> and walked out of there a little bit straighter, a little bit taller. Yeah. Yeah. Off to happier wives. Just generally better. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And haven't looked back since. Um, just that this one came out just in time for the show. Andrew Fafida. <laughs> fancy, <laughs> fan, fancy him doing something off the rails. He's been issued a consorting notice by police. In, a, it's, in The article says a huge blow to their chances of snaring shit. Just fucking relax. I don't think it's a huge blow. But um, he he scored himself today, this afternoon, a, uh, a notice um, from the gang Strike Force Raptor. The gang squad Strike Force Raptor. God. Strike Force Raptor. They've issued a consorting warning to a 27-year-old NRL player under Section 93X of the Crimes Act. Um, <clears throat> and basically, yeah, it's a similar, to, similar to Corey Norman and Junior Polo and um, Siggy as well. Got, they got the warnings as well yep. for consorting with convicted criminals. Um, and so, yeah, basically, it's a, it's, it's a police squad set up to target bikey gangs. And uh, obviously, Fafita has been doing some shit. Chinese maybe having feed feed of that China food. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, New South Wales Police, change your fucking code names. You sound like a shit motocross team. You sound Raptor. I mean, that that could be that could be one of the drone one of one of Broken Matt Hardy's drone fleet. You look like a sticker that you see on the back of a fucking Rav Four, and on the other corner of the rear windscreen's like Monster Energy (laughs) and then shit. So. you know you you're friends with with who you're friends with um, I believe in New South Wales though, it's actually like an offence yeah it is to, to associate with known criminals or whatever yep. so that's so I, so I get that and you would think that no I was, what I was about to say then when you would think that you know, for feet to be smart. <laughs> no, 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 you wouldn't. I had to fucking cut myself off before uh, I even before the thought even came out of my mouth. <laughs> like, no, no, but, but how, see, that's how ridiculous. The thing. That's what normal people are capable of. Yeah. They're capable of having a thought, but then self-correcting and going, "Oh, hang on, no, shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't do, think, or say that." Yeah. Um, for feet, should be smart enough. Yeah. After it's happened to players this year already. Yep. Don't do it. And especially yeah. when play, when when big guys like that can get you know you get roped in situations like Willis Meehan, where he was you know when he was playing for the Roosters, and he was basically you know roped into like standover shit for you know because he's obviously yeah far, you know, boxer and he's yeah. obviously good on good with the hands yeah uh, and you know come on just uh, really this this show the subtitle for this show consistently across you know every year we've done the show would be you know this week in league subtitle colon rugby league players stop being dumb cunts (laughs) (laughs) really Um, the other thing I wanted to uh, note Ben Cray uh, his his retirement we we briefly mentioned it in the past I believe but um, he was named I guess it was like a, a respect 
thing. Like, you know, Benji's getting his farewell. Like, he's in the side this week. They've, yeah. they've put the youngster back down to the Reggies and, um, you know, hopefully he doesn't take it too hard and hang himself off the doorknob like, <laughs> his, like his dad. <laughs> but, um, he, uh, with the Mars bar up his ass. But, um... <laughs> But Benji gets to have his uh, last uh, last game in potentially what could be his his rugby league swan song. Although you hear whispers that maybe the Storm might be getting some Benj. And you know what's going to fucking happen if that happens, right? He'll leave two thousand five or two thousand five all over again, <laughs> and he's just going to because because Greg Bellamy Bellamy will, will he will get in his he'll, he'll he'll get you know whatever's important to him wife or whatever he'll he'll get the photos he'll, yeah. he'll he'll lock her somewhere whatever he does to other players to extract more than their talent level you know really permits oh yeah and all of a sudden Benji's going to be just doing this role that, that Bellamy sees and okay when Dalian Premiership when Ramsey Bolton was a little bitty kid <laughs> his dad used to tell him stories about Craig Bellamy to make him behave <laughs> put it that way yeah 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 um but, but diverting off the story, I mean, that was, you know, Benji's getting his farewell. So, yep. so Ben Cray as well, he's suffering with knee, knee problems and um, hasn't been fit to play. Mm. Name him the side. Yep. And he's like, well, you know, that, that's credit to him. Uh, he's like, no, my knee's actually fucked. I mean, like, oh, I could be that guy. Yeah. Now, even though it's a meaningless game, his club's going shit and there's no future for them this season and nothing to play for, he's still gone, nah, you know, the, obviously the, you know, the team's more important. Yep. Me getting a farewell, so no thank thank you, but you know thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So Would, you could look at fantastic. him, like, great great team, great team guy, um, or you know if you were, if you were less kind, you could perhaps say that he was running away from his last game of rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just say that I now have another chapter for the book I'll be releasing this off season called Players That Handled Late Sections of Their Career Better Than the 2005 West Tigers. <laughs> Oh, that, that's a that's a fuck. That's a bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, look at this year. You've got uh, Jamie Soward. You've got Ben Cray. You've got no Jamie Lyons, a diving cunt. But plenty of people retired. Didn't play for the two thousand five <laughs> West Tigers either. That's just, true. Just so you that know. is true. <laughs> um, you know who who went out in in a graceful way. Yes. Uh, where they they probably could have either caused more problems or or kicked up Anthony some noise. Watmo. Yep, that's it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, good on you, Ben Cray. Think think what you do. Yep. But, um, yeah, well done for you. You know, thinking about your club first. Yep. Now the other thing I want to talk about just while we're at the, in the newsier section is uh, this this year we've said and and yeah you know, we've had tweets from people saying it as well through the season. It's been a pretty fucking substandard season of rugby league as far as like the quality yeah. of play, the quality of teams in general. As you can see, by it's quite a it's quite a low bar to battle into the, like the last couple of places in the eight. There, I mean, there's a, a lot of failure there contending for contending for spots still. Um, yeah, the, the year that Griffin Ball can make the eight comfortably, <laughs> <laughs> there's fucking problems. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the, yeah, there's been a, obviously there's been a couple of standout sides, but I think outside of maybe the top three. Maybe, maybe four if you want to be extra generous. It's been fair, fairly mediocre overall. However, we steer ourselves now into the last round of the year and there's all these possibilities still available like the minor premierships. The, yeah. the minor premiership game happens to fall in the last round last of the season. Round. There's uh, 
bunch of scenarios that, that, that shuffle teams between the, the top four with double chance and not making yep. the top four. And there's a bunch of scenarios as well that, you know, affect the, the eighth position. Yep. So, just wanted to just look at a couple of those. Uh, saying that, um, and it's, it's amazing how far teams can swing as well, like your guys, for example. I mean, the, the scenarios for, you, you, for your guys are, are pretty remote because it's things like you have to make up a shit ton of for and against on if we, top of Brisbane. No, if, 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 yeah. we, if they lose and yeah. we put 60 gotta, on Manly. You've got to win by 42 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, or you've, got to, you've got to gain 42 for and against on, on the Broncos. Yeah. Where, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that gives you some flex you know, and moving around in <laughs> but, there. But, you know, in, from our position, whether, whether we finish... Yeah, you'll you find... Know, they're there. We'll play the same team because the yeah, team it's a switch positions. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a home. It's a home. It's, it's home versus away, yeah. basically. And you know, and if the and if the away team turns out to be like you know, like a a, a, a Brisbane, Brisbane or a Cowboys yeah. or something like that, you that's know, it. that's a home game. You yeah, that's a, that's a, an away game you don't want to yeah, that's play. True. You know, um, but in the, in the Broncos, they can uh, they can lose, and and uh, you guys and the Bulldogs win, and yeah, four against blah blah blah. And the Broncos play or start their season away, and I had they start their final season away. And if it's you know, you think about the way that the Broncos played the first, I don't know what half of the year. Yep. Is that generous? Or before they had that little period where they fell away, I mean, they were like <laughs> minor premiers. Yeah. <laughs> they were looking at the, for them to not get a double chance. Yeah. And start away. Yeah. It's it's mystifying considering like a last year last season and b the start of this season, you know it's amazing. Um, now just uh, on that note, quickly when, yep. when they say no team's ever won from outside of the top four. Yep. Do you believe that's because of the extra game they play, or because no team in the bottom four has ever been good enough compared to the top four of that year? Yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's, it's obviously the, by nature of their finishing position. You know the you know these teams are better than the teams below them. But if you look at Take it even further. When we adopted the system, you know, from AFL, they've had a much longer time under the system, and so there's a much larger sample group of you know of like results and things like. That. And from them, I don't think any teams won it outside the top three. Yeah, shit. Okay. So it just so it just seems that that's the way that system is. Yeah. Uh, it, it rewards it rewards the teams that actually earn their positions. I think, and uh, it's a diff- it's just it's you know probably just inherently difficult for teams to come up from the bottom and do it um, mm. I mean but then you get teams that come fucking close I mean like you know like Parramatta gave it a Red know, very, yeah and yep. like the Warriors in 2011 didn't they yep. they came from 8th that year yep. didn't they so it's possible to get there but yeah the grand final still seems to shake it out for the for the big team but then the Broncos we talk about they're losing but if they win and then the Cowboys lose then Broncos are top 4 so they're like yeah. they're, they're literally like an away elimination yep. game or a double chance I mean it's, it's it's crazy. Um, then you got the doggies as well. I mean, they've they've got they've got a shot at top four, but they can also they they can, they can also end up in an elimination final against you guys, which I think is the most yeah. likely scenario. So, yeah. uh, well, they're they're playing South Sydney though. That's a that they, so yeah, but them know, jumping yeah. up counts on both Brisbane and North Queensland losing. Yeah, 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 but I mean, but if if not though, they still um, oh okay, no, so you okay, so you then once again you got your four and against position by seven. Yeah, you got to win and improve four and against by seven, and then you can do it. Okay, that's it. Yeah, cool. Yep. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. The only game, the only game this weekend that has no bearing on anything is is Dragons versus Newcastle. And that's the Spooner Palooza. Yeah. So every game this week, it's like as bad as this season has been in overall sort of general quality. 
the fact that we get like a Spoonapalooza and a minor premiership. Yeah. I mean, but the problem is the Spoonapalooza is not like it's not a decisive Spoonapalooza because you, unless unless they, the teams get together and say, okay, we're playing for 10 premiership points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, really, make, let's make things interesting. <laughs> at this time of the year, who would you back, Roosters or Dragons? To... If they were playing each other, who would you back, Roosters or Dragons? Uh, Roosters. There you go. So the two worst teams in the comp at the moment. At the moment, are. yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then the the Cowboys. I mean, they get the you know, if they win against the Gold Coast at home, it's a, a, a stadium where they have you know tremendous amount of success in recent in in recent times. Uh, you know, they'll finish top if they win. They finish top four, so it's a simple equation for them. Mm. Um, they are going to be travelling to to a. Probably a daunting away game. I mean, I think they're all probably daunting when you're coming from Townsville. But um, yeah, they're going to they're going to Melbourne. Oh, they could be going to yeah. Canberra. Yeah, the, it's all all of the possibilities are, are are open depending on other results yep. for them. They they can't really plan ahead. Um, but if they lose and you know the Broncos or the Dogs win, then they miss out in the top four and then they're in an elimination final. Um, and yeah. Titans obviously the the most interesting battle for me the whole weekend is this situation down the bottom the bottom of the eight. Where if the Titans can somehow jag a win against uh, against uh, the Cowboys, then that finishes all speculation about the the top eight yep. um, as far as the composition, and they'll get they'll get eighth spot. But if then then if they lose, then it opens up the game on Sunday afternoon for the West Tigers versus Canberra, and the, where West Tigers can leapfrog them if they win. But then there's talk is is Ricky Stewart going to be? I think I think the Raiders that, can't finish lower game, than they can't finish lower than third. So is Ricky going to rest people? That, that game's purely dependent. On the result yeah, of, of the, Sharks Melbourne, yeah. So, so if Melbourne win, yep, then Canberra can theoretically, if they win, I think it's by more than six points. They can get take take a second. They and, can take second and get yep. a home final, yeah, for the first week. Yep. Um, and so which, then that's not going to be a situation where probably where Sticky's going to rest people. No. And uh, it's it's crazy all this shit oh. that ca- shit cascades into the, into the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and oh, sorry, my mistake. The Warriors and Parramatta—that's the game worth fuck all as well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't—I didn't notice that one. We've already been over the, the many scenarios with Penrith, just given the fact that they're dependent on so many other scenarios as well. Uh, but just—I just thought it was, it was, it's just great that we come into the last round and all the way to the end, to the last game. Mm. There's there's something happening that affects something. There's something for everyone this weekend. Except for knights and dragons and warriors and Parramatta, especially warriors and Parramatta, that's a, that's a, the very defi- definition of a nothing game because they're not bad yeah. enough to be in spoon contention. They're not good enough to be challenging for the bottom of the eight. I think Parramatta's done a pretty good job this year of having something to play for in every single game that they had fuck all to play for. Yeah, the, well, play the way they've gotten themselves together and and played for a little bit of you know call it what you want pride teamwork. Whatever. Yep. But the way they've come out after the the shit that they're bored and their their absolute mess of a clubs put them through. Yep. I think personally, it's been pretty impressive. Yep. You know, they got some players going off. They lose Michael Gordon. Um, Jeff Robson's retiring again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anyone else leaving Para? Probably. <laughs> what people do. Probably <laughs> what happens is um, what happens. Yeah, so I think they'll have a little bit to play for. Um, you know, drag, Dragons will have the opportunity to see their team win a game. <laughs> the, 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 the opportunity to, to to endure the last game with Benji Marshall in, the, <laughs> in their side, potentially. 
Um, yeah. Did you see that shit? <laughs> there was a story that came out probably just after last week's one came out, so we missed it. But um, saying that it was it was one of these one of these guys like Weedlaw or someone, you know, one of these scoops, yeah. saying that the reason that Benji was getting dropped is in, and he got pulled into a meeting with you know McGregor yeah. and McGregor's like if you fucking you know, he, and he read in the riot act about you know if you you do this in front of the players again, you know this no. is going to happen. And Benji's like, you know, I'll fucking drop you. Like, <laughs> doesn't sound like Benji. Like, I mean, if it was if that was Andrew Fafita, I'd believe that story one hundred percent of the way. Yep. Or if it was someone, there, there are plenty of players where yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. I can see that. Or if the coach was Jason yeah. Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Benji. Yeah, if it was if it was Jason Taylor and Farrow, if it was like those those two, I go, yeah, well, okay, that explains it. Yep, I get it. That it's all it's all very reasonable yeah. why there was such a public, you know, like war fought out, you know, for the control and you know, hearts and minds and okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, but Benji, I don't see him being a guy. Well, I mean, he was that. What was he? he was at McDonald's that time, though, wasn't he? he fucking, out of George Street. Yeah, out of time zone. So I guess it, yeah, maybe he does have it in his game. Fighting guy over a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just—it's very interesting, and we'll never know because you know, unless unless you're a fly on the wall, how did the scoops get these stories? Speaking of the West Tigers 2005 team, yes, we talked briefly about Robbie Farrar and getting his feelings hurt. Yes, um, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? And why is it the things? And, and it's—he—he's like. Such a cunt. <laughs> because these stories come out like, you know, the one where he was potentially going to sue them or whatever. I mean, come, they, they always come out in the paper the day of the game, you know? So it's been done. It's yeah. been fed the journalists in time for, you know, for the, hopefully, for maximum negative effect. Yep. And you think like, you know, okay, mate, like you've got a problem with the coach. That's fine. No, we, know, we all know that. I mean, fuck. And rightly, I mean, and you can have a, you, know, you it's, it's perfectly rational for you to have a problem with him too after he publicly said that you were going to be playing reserve grade all year and blah, blah, yep. blah. That's fine. However, if you want to play on the other hand, you want to play the, I love the club and blah, 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 this club means everything to me, you know, etc. You can't try and count them every turn. <laughs> you can't try and burn that club to the ground. Yeah. Just to, just so that, in, in, the, in the hope that the coach is inside when it's on, when it, when it, when it's on fire. Yeah, regardless yeah. of what you think about Jason Taylor. Yeah. He won't be the one foot in the bill, mm-hmm. if anything. And like it, you know, rugby league players should have the same protections as everyone else against you know sexual harassment and yep. um, discrimination on on race, sexuality, or yep. anything else that that everyone else has. But it's a bit hard to to say you were bullied. Yeah. When the coach has just made it clear that your style of play doesn't suit. Yeah. What he's trying to do. Yeah. It's not like you're working for an insurance company yeah. and they say, your style of dress doesn't fit in here, so go away. Or, you know, your style of answering the phone doesn't yeah. fit in here. Yeah. Go away. It's a sports team. Yeah. You, know, you, you need to fit in with the coach. And, and, and there's 17 players, 13 players on the field at any given time and, you know, with their various you know, strengths and weaknesses, trying to implement game plan, you know, that's yeah. the responsibility of the coaching staff. And, yeah. It just seems crazy. That that's the funny. That's that's the, the the funniest part when when he's like he's so he's all about the team and uh, but but yet he wants to burn the team to the ground just to try and catch Jason Taylor in the flames. So you know, sort yourself out, Robbie. And then there's speculation now, like within the next you know by the time this show gets gets out, you know, by in the next sort of twenty four hours, he's going to be signing with Souths. 
also heard reports it'll end up with Cronulla. Look, for him, I think Cronulla is Cronulla's the one. Because that's it's a Cronulla team that's that's on the up, that's and, on still, the up. and and they're still going to be at a reason you would expect them to be at a higher level next year as well, and uh, yeah, and we know the sort probably of probably higher level than West, and so he can you know do that fuck you game, yeah. And, you know, we also know what sort of opinions that club has of failed New South Wales Origin players, and and also ex Tigers for that matter. Yes, so I have a feeling it's going to be probably more likely South. I mean, you see that Cameron McInnes is uh, you know okay, Cletus McInnes has requested a release. Yep. So that's going to open up uh, one of the hooking slots yes. there, and with his brother being, you know, on the on the staff there, it, 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 I just wonder how he'd go with someone like Maguire, who's supposed to be a fucking hard nut too, like for a coach. You, you know, imagine, what, we, you imagine we, that that head to head. We said at the beginning, I think wherever he ends up, as long as he takes it as a fresh start, yep. and as long as he goes in there and says, "Fuck it, I love playing footy, and I don't have a lot of years left in front of me playing footy professionally." Yep. Do what I told. I'm going to head down, bum up, yep. and do what this coach says, yep. and uh, and just enjoy myself. Yep. And cook a schnitzel occasionally. Treat the boys. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. And uh, we had a, a parody, a parody Luke Burgess account. <laughs> we just saying, you know, how, and, you know, obviously Luke Burgess going, going back to England. And then, you know, look, I yeah, wanted to know about the possibility of getting the ESL stuff into the League Live app. And to which they responded and said, oh, yeah, we're looking into the viability of covering Super League matches for next season. Hashtag stay tuned. Mm. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, that'll, that'll uh, working nicely with our boys over at Super League Pod as well. So that could be some additional good stats. Do you have any any stats? I want to throw back moist? to the uh, Gold Coast Penrith game. Yes. And one thing that was tough for me, I couldn't attend the game. Yes. Due to having to take care of a baby. Yep. Uh, and I couldn't leave it in the car at Rabina. See, once again, if you were a Gold Coast Titans member, this would become second nature to you. I could have left that baby in the car, (laughs) left my member's card on the window, and any police wandering past would have gone, no worries, he's off to see Jesus. (laughs) Left me alone. Um, But I love the fact that because I then had to leave a little bit early um, to go and pick up said bastard child that got to see the Messiah Moylan <laughs> dominate Jesus Hain um, in my stead uh, just at a glance I could see that the Panthers the the Battlers team the team of destiny only having 45% of possession only completing the game at an overall completion rate of 76% must have had something else on their side. What, what are you saying? X-Factor? No. I'm getting <laughs> spiritual, Nathan. I'm getting metaphysical. I'm saying there was something beyond the realm of statistics. <laughs> the, what, the X-Factor? That's no. What, you, you're describing X-Factor, aren't you, surely? No, I'm, I'm describing an all-powerful being. <laughs> Jared Hayne. You know what? <laughs> when, when I die, I'm going to float somewhere. 
and there's just going to be this X factor with arms and legs. <laughs> Come to me, my son. <laughs> Jay, why you don't believe in me? <laughs> so many people had me. I tried to show you I was real. <laughs> why you are, why you are disrespecting? <laughs> Um, but no, sportsmat and and again, getting through, you can actually go and have a look individually at all of the players up against each other. So it's very, very easy to see that the 2016 Rookie of the Year has to be Nathan Cleary. I'm um, rolling my eyes. You can't probably see this on the podcast. <laughs> um, just based on based on this game alone. Um, you know, he, there you he, go. He made Ash Taylor look very ordinary. Need your quote for Dalian Knight <laughs> on one game versus the Titans. <laughs> you, if you perform well, you are the rookie of the year. Apparently, if you meet the other eligible oh, well, this, criteria, this was, this was billed as the the battle between the two potential rookies of the year. It was billed as a lot of as a lot of fucking things because they're the only half rookies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a, it, 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 that game was what you wanted, wanted to make of it <laughs> search for sports mate in the app store or google play download legal live today if you want to find uh, enthralling stats <laughs> that justify you basically if if this segment has proved nothing this year is that stats can be manipulated to, to validate anyone, any, any particular world you, you, want, you want to put out there so uh, yeah the old lies, damn lies, and statistics thing <laughs> holds true <laughs> in 2016 as it did back in the day. Now, uh, let's go through the games. The Cowboys 24 to feed the Bulldogs 16 <coughs> at Belmore, just over 10,000 in attendance on Thursday night. The Cowboys had uh, doubled Ethan Lowe, tries uh, Cohen Hess, the X Factor, of course, uh, and Jason Tamalolo, uh, Thurston, uh, three or four conversions and a penalty. The Doggy 16 came from a double to Greg Eastwood. <laughs> including a, a breakaway intercept try from Greg Eastwood uh, Curtis Rome with the try as well and uh, Moses Mbai two or three conversions yeah I think the only thing more frightening than watching Eastwood have a uh, an intercept breakaway would be watching Eastwood pleasure himself <laughs> it was just it looked so unnatural <laughs> um, from the look of the Cowboys I would wager that they'd like another two rounds in the season proper. Yeah. Or or to have started their comeback or their, their climb in form two weeks earlier. Yeah. Because I don't think they're quite where they want to be come finals football yep. in attack. Yeah. They're just that little bit off. Yep. Um, nothing wrong with their defence. Uh, but the, the, the plays that that got them to the grand final and, and got them success in the grand final aren't crisp and they're really not even running them yeah. that much anymore in, in game situations. They went out to the right to Morgan side a lot more this game and, and Tom Alolo was, was coming back in on the right. The old uh, the old Thurston flat ball close to the line yep. really, really wasn't around. Um, the defence didn't get a lot of questions asked of it. The dogs just didn't really look like they were they were threatening anywhere yeah uh, and and the thing with the dogs at the moment you really only have to defend five tackles if yeah, you can, there's if nothing you, yeah, yeah if you can defend five tackles out of the, out of the Canterbury line then you've got them for the set because yep. their kick 
is either going to go uh, be marked in goal, yep. or it's going to go dead, yep. or it's not even going to be anywhere near effective. Yep. The only thing that you've got to be wary of is a Reynolds chip and chase, which is going to happen late game at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they still look as if they're confused with what they're doing and, and where they want to be going in terms of an attacking unit. Yep. And the loss of Sam Cassiano was big for them. I don't think they were anywhere near as uh, as dangerous without him coming in off the bench. The, well, that's that's and that's been a theme for them over the last you know how many period, how many weeks? Like mm-hmm. yeah, the, the the thirty minutes that he plays, if that you know there the, that's the, the the peak thirty minutes of the of yep. their entire games. Our uh, pops uh, two messages from different mates last night. Re Tony Williams, and he's got one that says uh, the first one I'll use. Apparently, the T in T Rex stands for turnstile. I'm talking about uh, his, his, his ability oh, to tackle, tackle his ability to tackle Thurston essentially but the T-Rex is the ultimate like you know you might talk about your John Suttons in terms of <laughs> wasted potential but he, you know, he he came in and won a comp in, you know, and he sort of mm. played okay when they won a comp in, in 2014 but, it was damaging but T-Rex that dude man fucking <laughs> yeah he won one too but he didn't it wasn't yeah. <laughs> it wasn't off his back uh, Hammers, uh, when Des says under the radar, he's referring to the dog. He's, he's referring to the dog's soft draw going unnoticed, right? Yeah, they have Opening salvo. Yeah, uh, and uh, the base chapo. Des Hasler is an obsolete mule. Hashtag <laughs> delete, delete, delete. <laughs> uh, now you understand. That's uh, way, yeah. Uh, Aussie Jag. Another ordinary performance from my bulldog. Seems to be a weekly occurrence. Hashtag a bye bye top four. And GT three fifty one underscore Johns. 10,000 fans embarrassed at home by this effort. Preschool errors, nothing to take out of this crap effort. Hashtag shit poo. Yep. Yep. That's gone negative. Yep. All season. Yep. All season. It's <laughs> just been edging on it. <laughs> He's finally tipped over. <laughs> Friday Night Football, the uh, Brisbane Broncos 26 defeat the Melbourne Storm 16 down at Amy. Uh, good crowd, just over 20k. And uh, the Broncos 26 came from uh, double to Pasic. Uh, Kahu, Boyd, and Arrow with tries, a um, bunch of misfucking conversions, um, of which Corey Parker, the only successful, he got both of his attempts. He only had two. Uh, Kahu, uh, penalty goal. And the Storm uh, tries to Torhu Harris, Cameron Smith, Ben Hampton, and two or three conversions to Smith. Yeah, see, the Broncos started this game quickly. They were and didn't fucking good for, like, this is probably the best, yeah. well, I don't know, it was the best, I mean, it was like close to the best sort of 60 minutes. That they may have played certainly in the last certainly you know since since Origin, yep. But uh, you know, arguably, you know, some of the better footy they played, just yeah. and not just not not what they did, but more like how they went about it too. They played like really fast, and yeah. they just looked they they just looked on, and they haven't looked on like that for a fucking long time. Even yeah. even with these games against the easy beats, like you know, like the Eels and that recently, like they they didn't look on like this. It's it's just their line speed and yep. and the the intensity in their contact yep. that that they're getting up on and that's that's something that doesn't need a lot of skill a lot of brilliance a lot of uh, you know flair to do yep. well and to do right and it's something the whole team can get into together um, so so I think that's a very good way for them to to have started to get themselves back in form. But the important thing is, if you look at the Broncos and you look at their stats, they could still complete it at under 80%. Yep. The only way you complete at under 80% is, A, don't give away a bunch of penalties, which I thought was 
excellent of them to do because normally when teams are playing that very quick, aggressive style of defence, yep. they're going to be pinged for offside yeah, sure. you know, at least a couple of times. Yep. Um, but they weren't giving away a lot of silly penalties and, and they kept it up. It's no good keeping that style up three, four tackles out of a set yeah. and then allowing 20 metres before the kick and you start your set yep. down there. If you're going to win that field position battle, especially against Melbourne. Um, the the thing is that, that I thought they did really, really well is they surprised Melbourne. The key to beating the Melbourne Storm is to surprise them. Yeah. You know that they're going to be so fucking well-drilled that they'll, you know, they would have seen analysis about which nut of Anthony Milford's hang lower at each stage of the game <laughs> so they can gauge which way he's more likely to step because of weight distribution. <laughs> There's one for but, sports, mate. <laughs> but you look at their first two tackles, it was that classic Broncos sweep out to the yep. left and normally Thayday, if there's nothing on, he'll cut back in field. Yep. He kept going outside, through the flick pass back in, yep. Bryce Cartwright style, bang, score. So, Bryce Cartwright invented the fucking pass back in, did he? Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. No one right. ever did it before him. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You done? Done. How about that kick? Was it Milford? The, his, his conversion where they where he kicked it out and he missed and then it bounced in front of the post and bounced over the crossbar. Did you see that? Yeah. From the back. Nice, yeah, nice trick shot. Um, I saw some people, I think even Sam was on them going, like, you know, what's the deal there? Well, I mean, I think the rules state that it doesn't the, have to be the on the ground kills the ball. Yeah, it has to be on, yeah. has to be on the fall. I mean, just, you know, don't get fucking... Don't act like you, you've seen some amazing new conversion shit. Like, it's, it doesn't mean shit. It's a great trick shot, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um, Rob sold out. Unfortunately, it appears the Broncos are back. Hash, herpes flared up again. <laughs> Cruzy06, I'm currently basting in extra virgin oil. <laughs> hashtag Cameron who? Hashtag Storm Myths. Hashtag we didn't want him, we had Lockie. Cameron Smith wasn't a fullback, nor a 5'8". I don't think you have to have one or the other, right? <laughs> I dare say if you wanted Cameron Smith, you would have fucking got him too, by the way. You know what? All Thoroughbreds would have got him. I right? hope that review yeah. keeps all the fucking Gronk Broncos fans happy who don't seem to be able to enjoy when their team does well, they need every other team's fans to justify them that their team's good. Yeah. Tell us we're pretty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they win, winning games. Why can't oh. you just be like, I don't give a fuck what you say. Or you look at us, we fucking, we just won the game. Yeah. Suck my dick. Exactly. But it has to be like, oh, well, oh But everyone will still say the Broncos are shit. Well, you're not paying enough homage. <laughs> Pay homage to us. <laughs> Come and meet me in the toilets at Alhambra. You're not being homagey enough. <laughs> like, you know what? It's the Darius effect. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like all of those Broncos fans don't know who their dad is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just desperate, desperate for that positive reinforcement. Desperate for the love of a stranger on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> at Pete Fulcher. That is P-E-E-T. The Broncos still aren't back. It's only the Storm. See, that's that's that's, 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 that's fantastic. That's, no, that's that's a, that's a Broncos fan being facetious. I would dare, I dare say. Uh, Erebus Chaos. My favourite part of tonight's game is Cam Smith getting March ten. About time you lippy cunt. That's <laughs> that's true too. That was good. That was great. <laughs> because I mean, like what? Though, I can't even remember who the referee was that that 
I'm they, surprised he didn't get sent. I'm surprised he didn't player. get sacked this week, like dropped this week. I mean, you get when you go against the administration like that, <laughs> <laughs> we bite the hand that feeds you. But for him to look at it and point and say, "Use your fucking head." Yeah. Any other player gets sent off for that. Oh, Any you, other player. You know, if gets someone, sent if someone like Paul Gallon or like James Graham said yeah. that, g- gone. Yeah. <laughs> gone. <laughs> Sexy underscore Bethany ninety seven. Cooper Cronk just couldn't join all these sinews into a perfect hole. Hash uh, broken sinews, broken hearts. The thing is, the way that game ended as well. I mean, considering the the, uh, the astounding amount of dominance the Broncos had through like the first, I don't even know when when it would have ended. But like let's yeah. say sixty minutes for argument's sake. Yep. The fact that the storm got back to the to, yeah. to ten points and almost scored, and it was almost at that point where like they were giving themselves the chance to start the throw tries on at the end and try and you know snatch it to death. Like so. that was that. Nah, they can't possibly do it. There's not enough time. Yeah. Oh shit! Maybe they could do it. Mate, that was just a. They all they needed was a. You know, that was they were one a, bounce of the ball. They were a Kyle felt try in the corner. Or a, an Ashton Sims drop away from <laughs> making that even closer. <laughs> so, still in your game, Bronx. Um, where are we? The Canberra Raiders, 30, 44, defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 30. Brookie, crowd of just over 11,000. Saturday afternoon, the Raiders, 44, came from tries to Vaughan. A hat-trick to Rapana. Double away Lua. Edric Lee, Jack White, and tries. Uh, Croker, 6 of 8. And uh, Seagulls, 30, came from tries to Jake Turbo. A hat trick to Tommy Turbo, uh, Cherry Evans, and Frank Witterstein, the fucking forgotten, the forgotten Witterstein. <laughs> the poor I man's thought, Jared I, I thought he was dead. I thought they left him in the arm. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Matthew Wright, three of six conversions. <laughs> Shoot, you going? No, no, mate, they're your boys. Oh, this, oh, this game, the Raiders got themselves, obviously, obviously the Raiders are uh, travelling far better this season, this season than, than Manly are and play and played accordingly. Mm. However, they they only actually got on top in this game thanks to try essentially intercepts. <laughs> like one was like a legitimate intercept, and one was one was you know like a drop ball scooped up, you know, yep. run away sort of thing. And that almost became the difference in the whole game. Um, the Raiders, their their right hand side attack with you know your Lay Lewis and the, mm. uh, obviously very fucking key for them and and hard to stop and devastating and all that sort of stuff. However, when you take the Techno Viking out of the side and you've got Sam Williams over there, none of them have any fucking respect for the way that Sam Williams defends. And they've got no, they've got absolutely yeah. no, no respect or no faith in what that he's going to do what he has to do. And so what it did was it just created an absolute fucking shambles over on that side. And I think, honestly, given that they've also lost, you know, potentially lost Caesar as well from after this game. I fucking want to put a line through the Raiders this year because if that's... Yeah. They they can't... They can score a lot of points. Don't get me wrong. But you get a team... This is this is 2016 Manly we're talking about who have shown nothing in the in the, in the the opposition 20-meter area. You know, who can roll down the field through the forwards, you know, pretty well yep. against anybody. But when it comes... You know, when they get 10 meters out, they've got no idea. This is that same Manly side that was just fucking sweeping left and Tommy Turbo scored three times doing essentially, you know, the, the same sort of thing. So, yeah. I mean, if that if they can do it, what do you think of fucking surgical f- fucking unit like the Storm and, <laughs> and you know, the yeah. Cowboys and these guys are going to do on left? I, I don't know they've lost Caesar for the season, have they? I think it's better than they thought it was. It looked like he was yeah. fucked, but I think... From what I read today, I think he I might, think he'll have a week off yeah, and yeah. and turn up. But look, even if you rest him for the first couple, yeah, 
you know, depending on, on who you get and how the rest of it falls. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he, he's pretty essential yep. to that. Uh, and, you know, for, for all the shit that we give him and, oh, my God, Ricky Stewart's, the, you know, in, in a finals series this year. Yeah. He seems to be expertly aware of what makes that group of players tick. Oh yeah, because sure. um, there's been there's been a couple of times this season where, and it's very rare that you see a coach do this in press conferences, where he's addressed something directly. Yeah, and said this is the issue here. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's in minute sixty to minute seventy five. Yeah, and it's in this part of the field. And yep, we, we're going to do something about that. Yep. And and he gets it out of the game. So, yep. um, I, I think these you talk about players playing with belief in each other. Yeah, it's another thing entirely to have enough belief in your coach to just yep. have blind faith that what this guy says to you. Yep. Okay. Whatever you think, get out there and do what he says, and yep. you'll be okay. Yep. That's positive for them. Yep. Not ready to write him off, but um, yeah, without Caesar coming back in, it'll be very yep. tough for him. And if, and if and if Williams if they have to keep carrying Williams over there over that side, then. It's not even like it's 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 not even the, the the terribleness of his of his defense. It's BJ Lailua having no fucking faith that he's yeah. going to make a tackle and putting himself out of position, Coming which lets it, yeah, and he's the one that's actually causing you know causing it the overlaps or the gaps or whatever. So if and like they're, they're going to come up against fucking far better teams than Manly in attacking the in in the the red zone this mm. year. So. They need they need to sort it out. They're going to get well, absolutely just looking fucking here. carved. I, I just want to show you something. I know this isn't a visual medium. Yeah, cool. Because we'll, show so should, well, let's, let's when we're doing it, let's be completely silent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because people love. It. <laughs> what does it look like your old mate's doing just here? It looks like he's um, he's 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 eating like a, probably a cheesecake, and he's like fucking old oh, mate. Can you just help me fucking yak this up because I'm worried about my figure. <laughs> Can you give us a couple of fingers down the throat to help me get it, to, to, to help me bulimia this shit up? <laughs> Either that or it's like his fingers in his mouth, he's just like, going, that, oh, wash your hands, this, dude. This, this is a legitimate crying face. It's actually like face. it's actually like he's been punched in the face. It's legitimate sad face. That's like a, that's like one of those slow motion like in Rocky when when oh he's getting a fucking eye gouge there too actually. <laughs> There's some damning evidence there. Why wasn't the match review committee seen this? Who's that underneath him that's fucking gouging him? Like, fucking dirty cunt. So he's getting eye gouged and punched in the face. Well, after BJ scored. Yes. And it's, it's, I don't look, think, it's I BJ, that's not relevant. It's though. BJ looking at him and saying, "Are you fucking kidding me? Why are you trying to be a top? You know you're a bottom." <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh for some reason I can't post that I was gonna post them as we were recording and just say this is what we're gibbering about on the podcast now, but yeah, I yeah. can't post from the uh the app, so I'll throw them on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because like it's not like you could fucking like you couldn't like screenshot and do it from Twitter or anything, but yeah, you do you. Lynch Shields. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I can't <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't press like the home button and the fucking button side and take a screenshot and yeah, like yeah, like you do. Yeah, on, that's on, what on, I've done on, on, to save to my photos. And then, and then, yeah, then you can crop it so it's not a fucking ridiculous fucking landscape thing in a, in a portrait frame. No, I've already done that too. <laughs> and but then, you, then use your Twitter app and then put, see, a, put a photo in there. Watch. New tweet. Yeah. Photo. Yeah. So there you go. If you yeah. Photo. It just freezes, see? So that's your app then? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's using the official Twitter app. I fucking kill you every time. No, it's not. At Lynch, is it? What is it? 
Echo phone. Oh, <laughs> say no more, sir. What should I be using? Welcome to fucking 2011, cunt. Really? What should I be using? I'd be using Tweetbot. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But, no, but the official Twitter app, they are, they are holding back certain like API things that you can only do in the official app. Like, like group DMs. Ooh. And... Which which fucking sucks because like I got some group DMs I'm in on, so I have to have the official app for like ah, you know, okay. for my business account. Yep. So I can just 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 so I can see those and participate in those. So more than one person can slide slide slippity slide. Yeah, exactly. Oh mate, it's just fucking it's like, it's like slip and slide in there. It's like it's like a it's like a Robert Mapplethorpe photo. <laughs> If you want, to, if you want some fucking, I'm not sure what. The, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not intimately familiar with all the names of, of Mapplethorpe's work, but it's the one. If you want to, if you want the visual picture of the one I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of the one that I personally call Crisco Anal Fist. So, if you're aware of that photograph, by all means, tweet it to us. Wow. This week in photography of. Reeved up men fisting arseholes. Um, at Lynn Shields, love killer. Want to kill the pens? Hashtag pen and killer. <laughs> and the, the the ultimate the ultimate indictment of Trent Barrett and his lack of understanding of manly culture is on a day when you're honouring the fucking greatest centre to ever play the game of rugby league. Why? He's injured. It's a it happens. That's fine. It's unfortunate, but it happens. So why? You're going to put Lewis fucking Brown in his jersey to fucking desecrate, <laughs> to desecrate the, 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 number, the number three for, for Manly um, by playing like an absolute fucking potato that belongs in England, for God's sake. Because um, Lewis Brown's a lot of things, but he's not a Greg Luganis impersonator. Look, Jamie Lyon gets tripped over one time, one time, as he's doing his, other, as he's doing his absolute best. He's level best to stop a try being scored. Yeah. Successfully, might add. Yeah. Look, <laughs> Blue for, for anyone that has come from that soccer podcast, who has for some reason stuck around, maybe you fell asleep and you're only just waking up at this bit because you heard the word soccer again. Jamie Lyon should be your favourite player. Actually. He would be a gateway for soccer fans wanting to get into rugby league. You know what? I think there's someone we'll get Watch to them. Jamie Lyon we'll, play. we'll get to them, but I think there's I think there's someone uh, in a game that we haven't talked about yet <laughs> that did more in one game this weekend than Jamie Lyon's done his entire career combined. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Uh, Blue underscore Beaver. Manly really put the F into effort today. <laughs> I'm not making a Tommy Turbo effort face for killer. I've just got something in my eye. <laughs> Uh, Troy underscore 79 was worried about this game but we got the job done obviously the players don't give a fuck about Jamie Lyon uh, Ben R47 the Turbros are both future immortals oh, that's the realest shit you ever said sir so is, is he now the last the last linkage take take for granted that Stuart and Matai won't play again yeah I think Matai will be back I don't know about Stuart though is he the last remaining link to that successful era as I as I just uh, so see you got, you got Bura. Yeah, okay. So, but he wasn't like he wasn't 2008, but he and was technically you know, 2011. You've got DCE. Who and Cherry Evans was 2011 Thailand. as well. Well, he was 2011 as well, so that was a premiership year as well. So, so he would count as well. But yeah, that core group. And they were like players. super. They were kind of like super young guys. Yeah. Then, so which is why they're still around. But yeah. Um. Saturday afternoon, the Penrith Panthers 15 defeated the Gold Coast Titans 14. At Hope Solo Coliseum, crowd of just over eighteen thousand in attendance. That's funny. I mean, so it's like shit's getting real. They're looking like they're you know, potentially challenging for the finals, and you know, yeah. Jared Hanius, and 
they're still like you know that that venue hold doesn't hold about twenty eight. Yeah, I remember how, going there in the early days, and I'm sure they were getting close. How many were there the week before? I don't fucking know. It was probably about thirteen thousand. What they call it? No, no, it was twenty five plus. Twenty five plus. Yeah. yeah. Still a lot of empty fucking seats, though. So all it is is it's a visual representation of the doll on weeks and off weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Panthers 15 came from tries to Matt Moylan and Wangabeen. Uh, Cleary 2 of 2 conversions and a penalty goal and a field goal to Matt Moylan. The Titans had tries to Pulu and Bird. Tyron Roberts 2 of 2 conversions and a penalty goal. Mm. Team of Destiny. A, what? Put, put to bed who the Rookie of the Year is. No, B, that didn't actually happen, though. Put to bed... <laughs> You're saying things that didn't actually happen. Who the happen. greatest fullback to ever play the game is. <laughs> um, yeah, it... Look, the first half of football, I thought, from Penrith was fantastic, and it's what I'd like to see more of in the finals. Uh, that more controlled... Uh, regimented style of rugby league up to a certain point. You know, not yep. not trying to score tries from your own 20 by throwing stupid bullshit Hail Mary offloads. Um, the the second half, it was just... And, you know, you listen to Matt Moylan in the press conference afterwards. He got it spot on. He said the good thing was the mistakes they made weren't from trying to push anything or force anything. Yep. It was from loose carries. And that's a really easy thing for them to go back and fix up and just have more respect for for carrying the ball. Um, the the one part of, of Penrith I thought needed a lot of improvement throughout the year uh, were, were their guys up the front, and I think they're starting to stand up more and more and more. Uh, unfortunately, one of them stood up in a tackle to Ryan James, and <laughs> <laughs> lucky he'll ever walk again. broken back. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, the, the Titans just... They didn't seem to have a set plan to score points on Penrith. Yeah. Uh, and, and even if you look at they the... Didn't, they didn't seem to have a set plan to score points on anybody. It was yeah. really... Fu- they, were, they were fucking awful for, the, you know... like It was just period. one out, one out, yeah. one out, one out. Yeah. And, you know, easy enough. And we put ourselves under enough pressure that, you know, I, I think we gifted them four or five sets in a row. Yep. That, that we survived. And then there were more than one occasion where we gave them two or three sets in a row. Yep. Um, almost straight after each other. So... So we put ourselves under immense pressure and, and you do that against a better quality side and they're going to absolutely destroy you. Yep. But, you know, one, one of the great stories I heard from this game um, was from a, a bloke I work with who is a true Titans fan. He has purchased a corporate box and he does so every year. Okay. Um, and so every game he's got 10 or 11 um, tickets. Yep. And he gives out. And one of his other mates rang him and said, "Look, I've got my best mate. He's he's a mad Panthers fan. Have you got any spare tickets yeah. for this game? He had one left, and so we gave it to him. And he said he gets there, and they're all having some drinks and everything goes along. And then all of a sudden, Matt Moylan's kicked the field goal. Yeah, and he's seen something out of the corner of his eye, and he's doing a fucking double take." Old mate's an amputee and he's waving his fake leg in the air. <laughs> Matt Moylan's kicked the field goal. <laughs> oh, so that, that was absolutely sensational. But um, it, I, I also like the fact that that Cleary was quiet and Moylan contributed a little bit more. 
because it was getting to the stage where where Moylan was getting less and less involved in the attacking yeah. plays, and he was was back to where he's most damaging, running as as that extra man on on both sides of the field. Uh, so so going in, I think we get a real shot if we get somebody like the Bulldogs in the first week. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess we'll see. Let's not fucking look too far ahead. One week at a time, one game at a time. I oh, see. So yeah, we've got to beat you this week too. Yeah, you got to fucking, you, you, you got, you've got to, you got to beat, beat an injury ridden side. That doesn't give a fuck about shit. <laughs> so you got a tough ass. It's, it's just the sort of game we'll lose <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> Barrett's uh, revenge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Barrett will get him up. Yeah. You got to beat the. You, I got. You got to got to beat the team where I fucking imported all these shit cunts and stuff. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Um, uh, Paul Mack underscore 78 said, good to see our traditional dress like a seat fans slowly coming back to our games after the disillusionment with Haynes signing. There are many tweets for that one, actually. Um, the Sharkies 37 defeated the Roosters 12 at Reclaim Australia Stadium. Crowd of just under 15,000 in attendance and the Sharkies, that, that's, that figure's dropped a little bit you know, it's amazing what a couple of losses in a row can do for you. Um, the Sharkies, 37. It came from tries to Matt Pryor, Ben Barber, Jared Beal, Paul Gallen, Jason Bakuya, and Valentine Holmes. Five of five conversions to Maloney. Uh, penalty goal to Mick Ennis and a field goal to Maloney. The Roosters, 12, came from two tries. Uh, one to Connor Watson, one to Latrell Mitchell, and uh, Mitchell, one of two conversions and penalty goal. Hey, that crowd figure. Mm-hmm. It's just because Buzz doesn't have any more fucking... Comps. Dodgy money to give his gambling mates to buy ten thousand <laughs> tickets per week for to boost the figures. Um, look, uh, I like the fact that the Sharks got themselves out of a hole here. Yeah, you know the the Roosters are, are languishing down in second last for for reasons that everybody's well aware of. They've had troops out and yep. Pierce is a cunt and all that stuff. But but they really on you know have a, a lot of skill on the field and they came out and and put some points on very early. That Latrell Mitchell is going to be very, very interesting to watch. Is this his first full mm-hmm. year? Yep. Um, next year, have they confirmed that he'll get fullback? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know if he will. Because they've got Gordon coming in, yeah. but you'd assume they'd stick him on a wing Yeah, I, just I, to kick goals. I don't know. They, I mean, they, you know, I think the time for them to sort of specify what their spine is going to be, I don't think they've really you know, they've, come they've out got, They've got fuckface Fergo yeah. there as well, so they've mm-hmm. got options. Um, but the the good thing for the Sharks is that Maloney's controlling them very, very well. Yes. Like, he is in finals form, um, and so is Luke Lewis, yep. which is very important because they're probably the only two players that have ever actually done anything related to finals yep. in that team. So Maloney and Lewis need to be available to probably sit down with the rest of the team and explain how the final series works. Yeah. <laughs> to the administration, to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you know, what, what happens if you win these games? Yeah. No, no, we've got a week off. We're not out. Yeah. We've got a week off. Um, but uh, no, it's the right time for them to come back into form. Yep. Oh, where are we? Uh, the Twitter handle here. Michael23984589. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, con- congratulations! So, you I don't mean, have a middle name, Michael. Con- congratulations <laughs> for being the, the you know, just just shy of the twenty fourth millionth of Michael on Twitter. Uh, the Cronulla's jerseys last week looked like they had a girl on their shoulders who had a painter's turn up. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag monthly blood pin. <laughs> great, yeah, great tweet that. off the mark. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Turn that game on. I thought. 
fuck, there's been a fight, there's been a head clash, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Craig Wilson, felt like the ugly lights came on at Reclaim Australia Stadium, woke up, looked in the mirror and realised how shit we really are. Uh, GT351 underscore John. <laughs> you could write this tweet already. <laughs> the Olympics have finished and the Sharks back in form. Coincidence? No, the Olympic athletes have given their supply of drugs back to the Sharks. Uh, Special K Online tweeted this one to us and uh, Valentine Holmes. Do you own any stilettos? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag strawberry spoogle dreams. <laughs> the West Tigers defeat the Warriors uh, 36 points to 24 at Mount Smart Stadium. Crowd of just a touch over 14,000. And the Tigers a double to Sue. Woods, Adokar, Moses and Nagama with tries. Rankin, six of six conversions. The uh, Warriors had tries to Bodine Thompson, Solomon Akata, Mannering and Lola Haya. Isaac Luke, three of three conversions. And uh, Hingano with one of one. Yeah, man, it's... <laughs> This, this game, I was actually really excited for this game. Two very uh, attack-driven teams mm-hmm. going playing for what was essentially their season. Yep. Um, but it didn't feel like either team quite understood maths. Or wanted it at or all. Or wanted to understand <laughs> maths. Um, it, it was this strange, seesawing, weird effort that, that never seemed to have too much intensity plenty of points yeah you know, and, and there was some fantastic enterprising plays yep. involved um but i didn't get that that battle i was after the warriors this game are fucking trash and i mean people talk about mcfadden as a coach and you know coach has to get players up etc etc but i mean yeah. fucking hell man he can't make the tackles and you know the the basic effort effort yeah, sort of it, stuff. However, they're on the other side. Yeah. I mean, there's there's an argument to be made. The Warriors got absolutely fucking anal in this game too, as far as refereeing. <laughs> um, two disallowed try, and like there was a disallowed try for the first one for obstruction. And look, let's be clear: the replays did show that there was a significant fucking forward pass. Yeah. And in in the real world, when a referee sees it, there's no way that's a try. However, in the the technical rugby league world of they can't rule on it, and if they missed it on, on the, then they missed it on the field. And you know, in a world where like you can't make up some bullshit just to square it up and you know disallow it because of the thing that you can't rule on, obstruction-wise, that was bullshit. There was nothing. There was no problem yeah. with that. Um, should have been a try. And then the second one was even worse. Oh, with fucking Woodsy. Woods diving out. He is. Uh, He's he's if if Jamie Lyon really wanted to be a diver, he would do well to fucking yeah. look at the work of Aaron Woods. Yeah. He is the biggest shaggiest fuckhole of a diver. That when when you're not winning games on on the back <sighs> of your own effort, and that bullshit with him happened like 15 minute, meters before the break. I mean, the yeah. line was back. He was oh, it was absolutely nonsensical that that was disallowed. And that try at that stage, I think, would have put the Warriors up. Fuck it, was it? Would it, would that have been twenty four yeah. to twelve, yep. or it was yeah. like it was two tries up, where mm-hmm. whatever it was at that point, um, and then after that point, they they kind of looked gassed, and yeah, the Tigers had more energy and stuff. And like, let's be let's be fair. I mean, like the the Warriors led in some fucking soft. I was going to say for, soft tries for every, for every dive that Aaron Woods threw. Yeah, he scored one of the easiest tries or. Oh, and, and Sue got Sue's the fucking easy and, and soft hands. Oh, and just. Awful fucking attempted tackles yeah. close to the line by yeah. the Warriors. Um, but yeah, Tigers stay alive. Warriors, back to fucking Bali or wherever the holiday destination for Kiwis is. Bondi. Mount, 
Where does Sauron live? <laughs> Mount Doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, throw, they'll throw all the cunts into the volcano. <laughs> Not a precious among them. <laughs> uh, John 17. Ref's a cunt. Aaron Woods is a cheating cunt. And the first person to decapitate Mitchell Moses is a glorious cunt. Mm. Hashtag cunt show. All right, throw out a hypothetical on the Tigers. Yeah. Mitchell Moses is emerging as the valuable one. Yeah. Out of the halves there. Yeah. Does Luke Brooks hang around after it's no longer Tedesco, Moses and Brooks, the three amigos, the three guys doing it together? Does he hang around after it becomes Moses' show with Tedesco scoring all the tries and he's just the foil? If you're winning, why wouldn't you? That would be that that would be you know, highly egotistical reason to leave mm. a club I mean how many time, how many people you know how many players have left the club for that reason no no but if you're if so you're no would, not that he would say oh, I don't want to be here because I'm not the main guy yeah but does that make those offers you get from other clubs more attractive well, possibly but I, I think if you're if you know if you're still if you're still mates with everybody and you love the club and you're winning and they're paying you you know enough mm. like they're not uh, you know, if if it if it affects him in the hip pocket dramatically, yep. Like you know, like you know, six figures sort of thing because they're spending next amount of money on the other two. Yep. Then maybe then it becomes an issue, and like he he can become the man and get like you know the marquee. You know, so you look at Manly for example. Yeah. Yep. DCE and Kieran Foran, similar yep. situation. They came through. You know, they were winning championships. Yeah, but, none of, but none, of, none of them, no one was leaving because they weren't the fucking. You know, they weren't the. You know, the king fucking. King swinging dick, <laughs> just looking at yeah. They heard that beeping sound. I'm like, did you fucking press something then? No, um, <laughs> I must have said something that was too close to, to what Siri. To likes hey, to say, "Hey, say Siri, yeah. hey Siri, fuck yourself." So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 so you think he sticks it out long term? I, I have, I have no idea. But I mean, I, I would imagine if they were paying him what he considered he was worth at market value, well, not even what he considers he's worth, what people say he's worth, mm. because then that's when the other clubs come in with offers and. You know, and then you might get enticed. But yeah, then you have to you have to see who's a club that needs like you know maybe the doggies or something. That that wouldn't be a bad place from the land, I guess. But um, mm. yeah, I think it's far too early to talk about that anyway. Uh, one eyed tiger, the tigers in decline. Hashtag joins Jamie Lyon and Jeremy Smith in retiring from the NRL in 2016. No thanks for the memories. Let's see what happens this weekend. Cause I reckon if uh, if it's a live game, <laughs> if it's a live game, and the tigers like properly bottle it like Canberra fucking torches them by 40 I think I could fucking sell that hashtag again <laughs> easily at Warriors suck balls uh, see you next year new coach but same weak shit different season Ash screwed by the coaching players got to put in though too lazy fucks at Stuart Marler never underestimate the power of mathematical <laughs> hashtag Tigers in the nine <laughs> special K online Warriors where great careers go to die Wiki Price Hoffman Luke RTS Ashford hashtag put out your Woodstock um, Rusty Hardup great comeback Tigers now just the win next week against those easy beats looks up draw Raiders fuck <laughs> Hash need to go up before decline uh, Sunday afternoon the Channel 9 game so therefore the match of the round South Sydney Rabbitohs 34 defeated Newcastle Knights 12 at Hunter just over 15,000 the uh, Rabbits 34 came from tries to Inglis a double to Johnston Walker Gray Burgess Sam with tries uh, 5 of 6 conversions to Reynolds um, the Knights Dylan Fithian Jake Mamo Jake Mamo fuck that is guy is he Spanish? <laughs> I think so. I, th- I think I think he does hail from Ibiza. Um, 
Trent Hodgkinson and Jeremy Smith conversions. Yeah. Um, same, same for Newcastle. Just... Yeah. That, that's like a... That's a person who wants to be taken off. Like, they give instructions. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, just turn, just, turn, just you know, end it. Look, those guys, you, you would struggle to imagine the fucking, you know, mental anguish they've gone through every weekend and every training session of this season playing yeah, for that well, club. I wonder, what, I wonder what the morale, like, you know, would... They don't, they don't seem to be... Unha- you know what I mean? Like, they don't seem to be... They don't have to you know, blow up at each other. And, no. Yeah, no, so no, the morale seems been, to be okay, but, man... But there's a lot It wouldn't of, be enjoyable to be... It wouldn't. A, you know. But I think they're celebrating every little success. Like, when that... Um, Abitha boy. Yep. That's, that's his nickname now, Abitha boy. Have you played for the first grade? <laughs> it's probably we'll never see him again, but yeah, you got, you got a This Week in League nickname, you know, buddy. So. Um, scored a try on debut. You could see that that was very, very special for the rest of the yes, team. That yeah. that was a great moment for them as a team, and they all enjoyed that together. Um, unfortunately, you can't sustain a professional sporting team on them Sweet. feels oh, and, yeah. warm and fuzzies. cuddles uh, yeah look for South Sydney if, if for nothing else that they're looking at okay we're we're building up for, for next year Adam Reynolds is somehow trying to convince people that he's a a dominant half again some of those yep. kicks he was putting in yep. were were Johns-esque when his kicking game is on though he's it is you know, almost you, you, you understand why people want to put him in origin you know yes. like it, I mean the problem is he's got to, he's got to just back it up every week he's turning into a very Jamie Soward style player with, fat ass with head gear plus it's that you know you, you know that he has it in him and you know that he can just completely dominate another team yep. with his boot yep. but is he going to do it yep. and what's he going to take for him to do it this week uh, if, if he can get some consistency back in their game, I think that goes a long way to making Souths a, a top eight prospect yep. again for, for next year. But, you know, a little more than a training run for them against Newcastle this week. Yep. Um, ben Hetcho, 43. Did the Knights forwards actually do anything? All the backs are doing all the hit-ups. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. Hmm. The biggest tiger. Adam Reynolds is 26. His beard is 54. <laughs> Hashtag Benjamin Button beard. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Monday Night Foot Bitch. The last of the year and the last of ever. Yeah. Rest in peace, Monday Night Foot Bitch. We will not get to say your name ever again. Sad day. Yeah, Monday Night, Monday Night Foot Bitch, it had, it, it had its detractors. But, I, although I'm not a fan of the Thursday night stuff. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic to have five, or to have four nights... Yeah, and you know, five mm. day, five days in a row, and four nights, um, of you know, around around a weekend with footy. Yep. Like that was that was fantastic. You know, I mean, I'd love I'd love to have a Sunday night game as well, so you could just you know, like straight through. You know. Yeah. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But you know, I I don't. I mean, we saw some you know some classic encounters like the you know no, no one will ever forget the Newcastle Knights versus Parramatta Eels. Like, <laughs> I mean, that game that was one for the ages. <laughs> I still play that in Guantanamo to get people to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I it's just I, I just enjoyed. It. I mean, it was it was a cunt to get to. I mean, Brisbane obviously never played on Monday nights ever in in Brisbane. Yeah. But uh, the Gold Coast played Manly about <laughs> it felt like five times, and so 
it was a cunt to get down there on Monday <laughs> nights, and it was usually the the, uh, the June July period of the year it was it was fucking cold and, but still, it was it was you know yeah. I, I thought it was a good thing, and I think you know just adding another Friday night game to the mix, you know. So what is it now? It's going to be three, three, two. It's going to be um, we're going to have our Thursday three three. And then we're gonna, and then, then there's gonna be the Friday. There's gonna be like a Friday eight p.m. and then there's a Friday early one, right? It's Friday six p.m. Yeah, six and yeah. eight. Yeah, and then and then, then whatever it usually is, I guess. Mm, okay. Look, I I don't mind that sim- simply for the fact of if it's a Friday night game, yep. and it's at six p.m. That's probably a little bit more family friendly. It's true. But it's not it's not friendly to get there though, depending on where which team. Oh, I mean, some teams it won't it won't mean shit. Like yeah, Broncos. Not for families, but for people that work in the city, is great. You just walk over straight up to straight work. from work. Yeah. Just get to hit the tin straight uh-huh. up to work. Straight, <laughs> <laughs> straight over there for yeah. kickoff. But you know, for you know, for Penrith, <laughs> if you're not living and working in Penrith, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it was, what was that second what? Yeah, I'm working. My, my mistake. <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> if you're in Penrith. <laughs> Sleep in the stadium, but you're, but you're, but you're robbing people in the city. <laughs> yeah, it might be tough to get back out there on the yeah, train. That's it. Um, Look, you're going against traffic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It. People are always going to whinge about something to do with getting to a game. Yeah. It, it's unfortunately not in the culture of rugby league that people want to go to games live. You know, uh, or you know, to the death. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 the thing is, Monday, I mean, when you were talking about replacing Monday night football as well, it's same same thing there. Like I mean, there was never there was never fantastic massive crowds for Monday night football. No, no, no. no. Uh, I, yeah, a sportsmaker get in on the stats there and give us like the the, the averages, the, yeah. the team the team averages versus the Monday night averages. I mean, they'd be significantly mm. less. I'd love to see what the percentage across yeah. the board would be, but you know, you'd think it'd be like you know what sixty max. Sixty mm. percent of of you know average max. Yep. But um, yeah, you know, I liked it. Um, back to the game at hand though. The Eels thirty came from a hat trick to Bevan French. Michael Gordon and Kedder was also with tries. Gordon five of five conversions, and the Dragons had a double to Kurt Mann and a try to Drew Hutchinson, and uh, Gareth Whitup three of three conversions. Now I know that you know Bevan French is uh, the hot. Hot ticket item. He's so hot right now. Out of the eels. But they went right almost exclusively mm-hmm. all night, which is interesting when you, you know, you're saying you've got Michael Jennings and Semi Rodradra on the left. So they went away from yep. the, their weapons or their known weapons most of the night. I want and I I was trying to put my finger on it, okay, is that because they're looking at, at building something for next year, they're not sure what Semi's gonna be doing. Um, but then you said, well, no, they've got Michael Gordon out there on the wing. Yep. And he's leaving. Uh, they've, they've got a, a back rower playing in the centres, which they hopefully won't have yep. next year. Um, but I'll tell you, I, it, it'd be great. This game gave me more of a feeling of teams wanting it than the Tigers-Warriors game. Yeah, but the Dragons didn't feel like they wanted it until the last ten minutes, though, right? They left it very, very late. I'll tell you um, what, though, if if this game was a, a, a situation where they stuck with the the McGregor game plan for the seventy minutes and then said "fuck it, let's just chuck it around," yep, they almost scored like those. They almost scored another try at the death too, and it was just, yeah. just like the slightest bounce that had just gone a little bit their way. Yep, 
then there would have been it would have been thirty twenty four. Yeah. Because it was you know just to the, the left of the sticks. So, and some of those tries, like the enterprising play at the end, it was fantastic and it was it was fucking coming off for him too. Yeah. Uh, much like what they were doing when they beat the Sharks. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if the if they weren't executing on his plan and then they started doing it or if they were doing his plan and it was boring and shit and ineffective and then they said fuck it let's chuck it around there's 10 minutes left and we're down by fucking you know four tries well that's I, I think that's the sort of team that the Dragons need to become oh well, I mean yeah cause you know to, to almost move entirely away from that Wayne Bennett style of play and when when they had that that Wayne Bennett style of play they had the team to back it up and run it effectively yeah but now their forwards are probably a little bit smaller in size, a, a little bit more mobile. Yep. Um, they've got some of that stri- second row strike power yep. with Frizzle. Yep. Uh, you know, a la Taumalolo in, in North Queensland. Yep. Um, but fucking speaking of him, did you see how long they left that poor fucker on hobbling for? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd, I've seen fucking guys storming the beach at Normandy. Looked healthier than he did, and they put them on stretches. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck, man. The guy's in obvious discomfort, and yeah. he's not waving away trainers. It's not as if trainers were running out to him, and he's waving them away and fuck yeah. off. No, I'm okay. He was hurting. Yeah, and they didn't do anything to get him off. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fucking look after your number one there, dragons. Yeah. It's funny, the tweets that we got on this one were the exact same subject. Uh, Mesut underscore Ozzel, again, I said, uh, to, to say Dugan is a biscuit would be an insult to biscuit. Hash ribs in decline. And Michael Darren 79, Dugan goes down quicker and more often than Corey Norman. Well, he's saying that's like, like it's a bad thing. I mean, like, yeah, sure, Corey Norman's, you know. Imagine the head Corey. clash if you put Corey Norman and that chick that was in the car with Connie together. <laughs> <laughs> Bust out the HIA. Sorry. <laughs> Both of you ruled out for two weeks. <laughs> Previews for the final round. And obviously, we've been into the implications of these games. Um, kicking off on Thursday night, the Broncos versus the Roosters up at Suncorp. Um, the Roosters anal the Broncos last time, and it wasn't wasn't that long ago. But that was still when the Broncos were in the bad. Yeah, they were touched in the bad place. Yep, they're in their bad place. Um, I think going into the finals, the Broncos have got too much momentum, and I'll do, th- do yeah, this one. They don't have momentum, easily. but you can see they're sort of tapering and starting to pull their shit together yeah. finally. And they got to you know beat up a couple of dud teams, and uh, but but they demonstrated against the Storm that they can do it against the good teams as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Roosters aren't one of those. But wouldn't it throw a fucking Hand grenade into the, into the mix of the Roosters can somehow jag this win. I don't think. I don't think they will. Though. Yeah. I think the Broncos will uh, too much to play for. The only way the Broncos lose this if the Roosters go out there and just say, you know, yep, fuck it, throw it around. Yeah. And the Broncos try and, and beat them at their own game. Or oh, and, and it works and it doesn't cause drop balls intercepts yeah. and yeah. you know and get them get them flogged. But they they get into this battle of bullshit. Yep. So. Yep. The doggies take on the Rabbitohs on a Friday night. Once again, all to play for for the doggies, Rabbitohs. Yeah, looking better mm. of late. The dogs need to win this game. Mm-hmm. Going in as their last one, uh, yep. I've got grave concerns about it. Unless they can come up with some decent fifth tackle options, I think the way Souths are playing, they uh, they've got a very real chance of coming over them because you don't need to score very many points at all to beat the dogs these days. Yep, yep. You know, I see something from the dogs that you know, I mean, like Desi's notorious for sort of keeping stuff 
under wraps and sort of you know tapering teams to the finals. And but I, I, I just don't feel like the dogs have got that in them. So mm. yeah, we shall see. I think you have to say the dogs just for the fact that they're going to the finals. They they benefit greatly from winning this game. You would suspect that for that reason, you know, they they would win, but they're not impressive. Like mm. dragons take on the knights in the battle. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> down at uh, down at Jubilee, down at Juby uh, the Jube Oval. Yeah. Oh, Benji Marshall with a hat trick. Well, I mean, in his farewell game, trying to get a contract. <laughs> I'd, I would, I'd fucking love to see that. I'd love to see like crazy, crazy Benji fucking, flick you know, passes. like no look flick passes and fucking all that, all that crazy shit and have it work. And let's face it. Newcastle Knights on the side if that shit's ever going to work yep. in 2016 it is going to work against the Knights uh, I think the Dragons will win this game because the Knights got less than fucking nothing <laughs> and uh, it would be fu- it, would, it would be fucking hilarious to see Benji do like a clinic and so yeah. just just for just for the, the comedy value alone I'd love to see it yep I'd love just be interested to see if the Dragons do chuck it around though like they did in the last ten minutes of that game against the Eels, because uh, it was that worked a treat, and they looked they looked impressive when they were doing it. Mm. Uh, the Cowboys take on the Titans up at thirteen hundred teeth Saturday afternoon in the first of the ultra critical games of the round. I yeah. mean, there are ones that have variations on the variations on the composition of the the or the final placement in the eight, but this one has a direct direct bearing on the composition of the eight. Can the Titans beat the Cowboys at home? Look, a couple of interesting points on this one. There's the coach factors as well. Yeah. You know, you've got the, the coach of the Titans who knows a lot about how the Titan, uh, the Cowboys play yep. and the way they do things. Yep. I don't know if that's going to be enough to get them home. No. Uh, be interesting to see where Jared Hayne plays. Where's he been named? In the fullback. Been named in fullback. I'm, I'm not sure his match fitness is up to... He was a much better, I think. Game. He was much better in the first games yeah. that he played when he was playing closer, you know. He was. All reports I had from the ground was that he was very, very um, lethargic out the back. Yeah. Whereas normally he was he was moving around and positioning yeah. himself really well. He's yeah. not back to that level yet. Uh, I, I think the, the Cowboys are just too strong up front. Yep, yeah, I agree. I think the Titans are going to have a nervous weekend. The Melbourne Storm take on the Sharkies down in Melbourne, and this one is the uh, is on Saturday night, and it is the battle. The winner takes the minor premiership. Yes, um, just based on form, I think I'm going to have to go the Sharks on this. Well, the Sharks have only just come back after losing four games. Yeah, so. they have, but Melbourne haven't been impressive for three or four games either. Not impressive. Well, yeah, they've, they've they've been all right. I mean, this game against the Broncos, obviously, it would, you know, wasn't. Wasn't their finest hour, but I think they they pulled it back before that for the couple of weeks before that. So, look, I think Storm. This this sort of shit is like the bread and butter of Bellamy, though. Mm. Like the this the high pressure game. Cronulla don't know what the fuck they you know they don't know what to expect. They don't know what this you know they don't know this pressure. The Storm though. Yeah, they do thrive on it. Yeah, they, but they thrive on it. They know it. They've got the level heads. We've said this a bunch of times as well, though. The thing with the Storm is they don't tend to have that extra gear to go to. They have storm level and then a little bit of variance either yeah. side um, we'll see we'll, we'll, we will see though I mean whether no, I'm going Cronulla on this one yeah it's just the, th- the thing is with Cronulla is they've got the experienced players but apart from probably Gallon and maybe oh, you know let's generously say Luke Lewis as well they're the only players in the side that really have 
high pressure successful experiences. Maloney's won a grand final. And Maloney as well. I mean, you look at guys like um, like Fafita, he's the kind of guy who could become a fucking liability in situations. Yeah, you know, yeah brain snap. Michael Ennis as well, he's a guy that's, you know, always been really fucking solid. Yep. But but failed at that, you know, when it, when the, when yeah, the, when it the really comes down premiership. to the crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Premiership origin, that's what they say. And then they've got a bunch of kids you know that just haven't haven't been into this pressure cooker as well. Mm. So I'd be interested to see how they how they go here because it could be a little bit of a preview into you know how the, how they're positioned yeah. to go into the finals as well. Uh, fair point. I thought I'm going to go Storm just because it's home and um yeah I mean they lost the home last week but yeah we'll see. West Tigers take on the Canberra Raiders. It's a hard game to talk about this one because it does you know until that Cowboys game plays out. Yeah. If if they're, if they're full strength. If if the if it's a live game, mm-hmm. and Canberra are playing, uh, you know, a full side as 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 per fitness dictates, mm-hmm. then I, then Cam- Canberra should get them. Yep. Because the, because West Tigers have some fucking problems defensively still. Yeah. And uh, now, if Ricky rest players, who does he rest? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only so many he can, and still be able who to would fill he, the yeah, team. Who would he want to? Would you just forfeit? If you're Ricky Stewart. <laughs> Okay. Just four fuck it. We'll have a bye. Okay. <laughs> Finest. Okay. Just <laughs> Ricky walks out there by himself. Yes. <laughs> we, uh. we have elected not to fill the side for this match. Congratulations, Tigers, and welcome to the eight. <laughs> yeah. Filthy. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I agree. It's int- if it's a live game and, and Raiders aren't bulk resting people, I think the Raiders win. Yep. The, the questions I have. Uh, yeah, Leichhardt Oval with it all on the line. It's a, you know, it's a, the West Tigers wouldn't want to be playing this game mm. if it was a live game at any other venue. Mm. I mean, it's a perfect Correct. venue for them where you know they have they have great success, um, you know, emotional ties and so on. Mm. You're very interested to see what, uh, how it plays out. Firstly, I I'm not wishing ill on the Titans, but I mean, I hope it is a live game just for the theatre. Yep. You know, as, as like an impartial observer, you know, just who wants well, to watch a great Just by this being game. a live game doesn't necessarily mean the Titans don't make the eight. That's right, that's right. But I mean, it, but it adds that extra level we can of theatre. We and, and eat it too. Yeah, and it takes, out, and it takes the, the final round, yeah. you know, deep into Sunday. Yeah, into, definitely. In, into the round of football where there's still shit to play for. Yeah, yep. so it's just great. Um, but live game, Canberra win. Uh, provided they don't, they don't rest people. And I just, I don't think that they're good enough or consistent enough where they can do that, you know, where they can give people... Like, I think it, it would damage them more than help them. Look, Ricky did say he's got a couple of guys that are playing busted. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that sort of statement means they've got something that a week off it fix. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. Yep. Warriors versus the Eels. Four o'clock Sunday. Match the round, they say. Both teams playing for nothing. I think... And, and when they're playing for nothing, then let's say the only thing they're playing for is pride. And when it comes down to pride, the only team that showed any pride in their performances this season is the Parramatta Eels compared to these Warriors. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Although, in saying that, this is the sort of game that the Warriors will now come out and win by 40. And then people are going, oh, imagine if. <laughs> what if? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And now you fucking... You, now you... <laughs> You've given me, you've given me some conflict now. <laughs> um, you, you've rocked, you've rocked my <laughs> my whole worldview because you, you're right. <laughs> and uh, Sunday night foot bitch, the Penrith Panthers take on the mighty Manly Seagulls out of the muddy puddle. Look, honestly, if Penrith are fucking serious about this season, yep, they've got to win this fucking. They've, they've, they've just got to. They need to win, and they need to to complete at greater than eighty three, eighty four percent. 
Oh, well, they just they need to they need to complete an eighty minute game. They can't be like the Titans and they can't be down and then come back and win. Yeah, they can't be like yeah. the Titans game and like be out in front and then let them back and then you know yep. barely scrape through like a you know a hemorrhoid buster of a fucking win. Yeah, that's so it. they need to just win a game properly and and I get you know not feel pressure at the result. You know at the result. You know they need to control the game and everything like that. Can they do that? I don't know because they haven't really fucking done it all season. <laughs> so, but if they're serious about the finals, they, they fucking want to. I mean, like Manly once again going with their four hundredth uh, halves combination of the season. Um, clearly, fucking injuries are massive in there when they're starting to wife beater in, as, as a prop. Yeah. Who's, who's fucking missing there? So, oh, okay, because okay, Lussick's out. Okay. Yep. Um, look, Coruscant and Cherry Evans in the halves. I get, I mean, I, one can I, run, one can kick. Uh, it's, it's, it, you know, it could work. I mean, I'm, I'm, seeing Matty Parcell back is, is amazing because why he he came on so late. That's something I didn't mention to Manly. Why he came on with only about, you know, wouldn't even mean twenty minutes to go, mm. and that's when Manly came in and scored like about four tries. Yeah. You know, and came right back in the game. The the, the speed that he plays, he, he, I mean, like Appy plays fairly quickly when he's running and darting, but. Not when he's passing and, yeah. and stuff like that. So to to have Parcel doing that, you know, it's, it it could it could improve things. You never know. But I mean, presumably they'd want to go out on a high for the season. But I'd you know, I just want to see the young guys of the future, like the Turbos, you know, Cherry Evans, Matty Parcel, Bura, the you know the future guys. I want to see those guys just have uh, have yeah. good games. That'll be finish good. off the season. They can all get used to losing to Nathan Cleary for years to come. Well, I mean, you know. Losing there's, premierships there's, to him. There's every there's every op- there's every chance that you know that, that Ivan that Ivan will hook up and um you know come come back home and, are, are uh, and bring rookies? and bring the youngster with him because they'd also lose to him for rookie of the year. If there's any no, rookies. We don't have, I don't think we have any 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 yeah. rookies. That, no, because our our best rookies are the ones that have already sort of played too much like you know like your turbos to play too yeah, much okay. and uh, and the one that would be closest would be like your uh, you know May Parcel but he played you know, half a dozen games for the Broncos off the bench last year. So, so not eligible. So he's not eligible as well, yeah, so, yeah which is tough. a shame. Because otherwise, otherwise, injuries aside, I mean, Matty Parcell would, fucking, would have won it by the fucking length of the straight. But uh, What, in an know, alternate universe this, this that like, Nathan you know, Cleary doesn't exist in? In the alternate universe where he wasn't injured for nearly the entire yeah. season <laughs> for oh. like 10 weeks in a row. Tell you what, though, just, just to put something to bet, you, you see all that shit on Twitter about, oh, you know, how is Ivan Cleary unemployed and coach XXX yes. is still employed? Yeah. I don't know why people are shocked that he's unemployed. He still had a contract with Penrith. We've paid him out. Yeah. He gets to do nothing, get paid, <laughs> and watch his son run around as a fucking professional football player. Yeah, but also he hasn't... Um, like, these you know, non-performing coaches like Barrett, like McGregor, like McFadden, they haven't been fired either. Yeah. So the, actually, the vacancies haven't opened up. Hmm. So... If, there, think, if, a, if a vacancy was to, to, to appear, if, he'd jump in, for if sure. If Ivan Cleary made a phone call to anyone a half a dozen clubs in the NRL at the moment, that there wouldn't be some serious speculations around what's happening? I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, that surely has happened anyway, right? It doesn't have to happen. People know Ivan Cleary, like the media will tell you. Like, yeah, yeah, Ivan yeah. Cleary's out there, you know, surfing. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Just, uh, the thing is with the coaching changes... Except when it's Ivan Cleary getting sacked, <laughs> they it's tend to happen. They tend to happen through the season. Yeah, like yeah, they happen after like ten weeks yeah, or something true. like that. You know, yeah. so uh, it's it's strange to see that the McGregor and McFadden. I mean, like Barrett's not not getting fired this year because 
that's just you know, too embarrassing for you know for the people who installed him there in the first place. Yeah, he'll get he'll get another year, um, which will probably coincide when they try and bring Desi back. But um, I think what well, you know Cleary would have to be a contender. I mean, he he did take the Warriors to the final. He took the Warriors to the grand final. He took the Panthers to within one game. Mm-hmm. It was just mm-hmm. oh, yeah. So can coach that man. That is full time for episode 237. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Thank you again to everyone who shares the posts and hits the like buttons and throws the feedback in as well. It's great. Um, iTunes, we got a review from someone, uh, NJenko11, five stars. Uh, Found the podcast a while back and have been laughing ever since. The show hasn't watered down as essential listening for any league fan. Well done, fellas. Thank you, NJenko. It's amazing. Sensational. Uh, Supercoach coming up to the end. This this week is uh, if you know if you're still involved in the in the the head to head portion of Supercoach is the grand finals and the Tard Cup grand finals this weekend. So uh, you know, congratulations to everyone who made it and uh, best of luck. I hope you win uh, with the the group competition. NZ underscore Magpie fifty four on top. Oof. Just. The Pool Sharks, Bobbers, The Wendells, Too Much Tuners, Ives Seagulls, Dave's Doggies, Fark You All, Ram and Robbo, and Joshua's Jokers round out the top 10. From 1st 10th, we have, it's about 600 points. So there are prob- there's probably, you know, depending on the way these games, the games go this weekend, I reckon any of the top four could jag the top spot by the end of it. Um, tipping. Obviously, we go through the finals and things like that, but once you get to the finals, unless there's bulk upsets and someone picks the bulk upsets I think that you know it's hard to gain points when we've only got like what 10 games left in the season or yeah something. Um, Whitey is on top by one point uh, over David Kingston they maintained their ratio from last week uh, actually the top three all got five out of eight this weekend which I didn't put my tips in got five out of eight too so aren't I excellent wow um, so yeah okay Whitey's on top by one one point back to David Kingston one point back to Lemon also tied with Lemon we have Desi's Ducks and we dropped two points back so then we're into the people who don't, that can't win I don't think Matthew Bell SNS Marla then back another one to Erebus Chaos back another one to Frico 9 Bulldog Wixie and JB sure. so with that two point break on the rest of the pack the winner's going to come from the top four so uh, yeah best of luck Whitey David Kingston Lemon and Desi's Ducks I dare say the winner's going to be from one of you guys with two points separating first from fourth um once again, if you enjoy this show, you may enjoy listening to This Week in MMA, which is uh, another show I host uh, about mixed martial arts, UFC, all that shit, and the Rocks and Diamonds podcast, which is about you know movies, TV, pop culture, and just talking shit generally. And uh, you can find both of those on iTunes. Just search for them by name. And uh, that's fucking it. It's getting to that stage now where we're thinking about... It's like the, the show gets easier... There's less games happening. And we can start looking ahead to, you know, things like the Twillies and uh, and the old El, uh, El Loco. El Loco meetup. Yeah. Pumped for that one. Fucking pumped. Tickets are, tickets are bought. Flights and accommodation are bought. Getting ready. Getting fucking, just getting pumped. Sensation. Getting set for a great weekend down there. And also remember that this weekend, uh, this weekend uh, for the Rugby League Grand Final weekend, there's also the, uh, on the Monday... 
There's also the uh, Corey Cup, Corey Knockout. Uh, that's Redfern won last year, so the, the that means that it's been played at Redfern this year. And so the final day is that Monday too, like with the, you know the with some uh, semis in the final. So yep. so there's a big footy weekend that weekend, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, I should book our loco. Hey, start thinking about that. Yeah, nice. Awesome. About a month to go in the season, so... Fantastic. Start thinking about the Twillies and the, the nominees and shit as well. Maybe, I'll tell you what, maybe we need to start thinking about that now. So, so it's not a last minute decision <laughs> like it usually is. But yeah, looking forward to it. Anyway, that's all we've got time for this week. So, see you next uh, week. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.